Welcome, everybody. Now, every podcast episode of the Broken Campfire podcast is a special one. Don't get me wrong. But perhaps this one is among the top two most special podcasts this year. Just like it is every year. This is our Game Awards coverage podcast. And hey, I'm going to look forward a little bit in time. I hope you're having a great run-up to your Christmas, probably. Or other... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know. We're recording I this at a, at a weird day because of uh, um, work. It's Thanksgiving. Reasons, but yeah, it's just past Thanksgiving. But this podcast will probably come out a week or so after the Game Awards. Uh, if you're a new, if you're onboarding, if you haven't heard our Game Awards discussion before, what we'll typically do is that we'll play a game that we like to call the King of Keeley. Who is the current king or kings? It's gotta me. be. Like, it's not me. It's, gotta be, yeah, it's gotta me, John, right? It's, it's Greg? no. It's me. I'm the it's one and only you, king of Keeley. You're insane. You're insane. You're insane, bud. You're insane. Am I the other one? Have, sure, I'm not the king. You have the other one, right? You have like a. Uh, no, you have the veto brain. You have I don't the want, disgusting. No, I do you not have, have veto brain. The disgusting veto brain. I have the king. Let me pull up the archives because I believe pull the opposite to be Flash, true. Guys, stop fighting! Can't you see this is what they want? Do you I don't want brain the brain. The brain is gross. <laughs> Alright, well I believe I'm the king of Keely and I'll prove it again tonight. I'll Just, prove it again I, tonight. I don't I would have to do the math again, but um I'll do that later on and I'll and I'll, I'll update our listeners at the end of the pod with who is the current king. Oh, so uh, we I don't have a, a record. I mean no, we, we kinda we, have a record. We, we do have a record. I have a record of from last year, what everybody guessed and uh what actually won. Funny enough, it looks like somehow Knoxville got in here. He was the he guessed <laughs> it takes here for game of the year. That's the only one he voted on. Um, huh. So is so he the, maybe he's the king of Keeley. Congrats, he very Knoxville. Well might be. Uh, it turns out maybe he'll guys, win again this year. It turns out that John was. Oh, you oh, figured, oh, you found oh, a better yeah. record than I did. Okay, yeah. I almost just slammed my fist through my bed <laughs> in rage. John, why do uh, I? Oh, God, John why do I have last, that last year? No, you you have a. Uh, I remember it was a close you, one, you, right? You might be a veto game. brain right now, Greg. Ugh. <laughs> hey, that veto brain, that full or half veto brain might help you win this this uh, game awards so, this year because I, I think I got the answers. Or severely uh, diminish me. All right, I don't well. think I actually uh, explained what the game is now that we know who the king is. King of Keeley is our annual celebration of Jeff Keeley. And uh, what it is is we're going to, on this 30, 45, maybe an hour long segment, we're going to go through each game that's been nominated, and we're going to make a prediction. We're going to guess what we think is going to win. We're also going to have a second vote for what we think should win. Sometimes those are going to overlap. Anyway, there's a whole point system. You'll, you'll figure it out. Uh, but we're going to just, you know, kind of really just an excuse for us to wax on about everything that was released this year. Let's do I'm gonna it. win. I, I played a couple video games. Wait. So oh. I'll tell. Look, I'm Actually, gonna get. Actually, hard gonna get this. Cole Phelps out. You're Phelps out. Uh, Cole Phelps from the hit video game uh, La Noire. Oh, 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 you, you would oh, know oh, if Cole you're a Phelps gamer doubt. of the I played doubt a few game. video games. I played yeah, a few. I played no. a few of these video games. I gotta get it off my chest right now. I do not know what a Xenoblades is, and that will not be my vote for. Don't anything. worry, bud. You ain't gotta worry about it. Thank you. So. 
without further ado, oh, actually, I have one more to do. Uh, we're not going to do esports categories because we don't know that. Um, we don't know those. <laughs> all right, that was my Sorry. last do. Now, without further ado, innovation in accessibility. As dust falls, sorry, as dusk falls, not dust. God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us, Part 1, and The Quarry. Who's up so first? What's the description of this category exactly? <laughs> this is recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. Okay. I will, thanks, thanks one of my one of my very good friends who needs these accessibility features told me that God of War Ragnarok <laughs> has the best accessibility feature. That's what we heard. I don't appreciate you blowing my spot up. I, like I have heard um yeah, so I, I could just jump in. I've heard a lot about God of War in that sense. I and I have not the Last of Us Part 1 is the only one I think might be kind of the rub here. Mm. I've um, heard a lot of them, Brother The Last of Us Part 1 accessibility, I think. Yeah, I mean, all the sound and everything. I'm going to hedge my bets, put one on each of them. I actually think I'm going to do the same thing. Um, Start off easy. So, I'm John, just, the same thing. just... I'm okay. going to double up. Now, now hang on. Ragnarok. Hold on, hold on. Hang on, hang on. Let, slow down, slow down, everybody. I got no problem <laughs> with people splitting their votes. But just for bookkeeping purposes, you do got to tell me if there's one that you would, um, if there's a difference between your personal and popular vote here. Of course. <laughs> um, personal, I just had to think about the, the difference in the two. Personal Ragnarok, because I played it, accessibility right. of options blew me out of the water. I think it's going to win. But also, out of all these other games on the list, I do remember hearing about The Last of Us Part 1's accessibility options. I figure it's got to be at least be a contender. So I think I could take it away. Okay. I'm, I'm voting for both of those as well. Um, but I actually don't have a preference. So just internal bookkeeping. The way I'm going to note down the podcast is if, if you feel like you actually just don't have a preference and you're splitting your vote just to split your vote, I'm going to put an asterisk next to it. Okay. Okay. It's just internal. That means nothing to our listeners. Um, Vito, you know, I think you, you also said you're a split vote. Yeah. Um, well, have you looked you at know, the accessibility options in Ragnarok? Well, hold, hold on here. You know, this is all process. I'm going to change my vote. I could do oh that on the God. fly. You can't can't stop me from doing that. You haven't declared mm-hmm. it. You can change Wow, it. this I'm, early? I cannot you cannot stop me from doing that. I'm putting, all right, well, you didn't put your vote putting, in. So. putting doubly points on Ragnarok. Okay. Points on Ragnarok. I'm putting that because my personal vote is Ragnarok because I actually played Ragnarok. I didn't play the remake. Right, but have you looked at the accessibility options? No, I didn't. But I played Last well, of Us 2, and those accessibility options were off the chain. And I know that they're probably even better for Last of Us Part 1 remake. Um, but I feel like less people uh, are playing Last of Us Part 1 remake because it's a remake. And it, Ragnarok is my personal vote because I actually played it. And it's my popular vote because... Um, I think more people play in Ragnarok. And there's like crazy puzzles in Ragnarok. And I know there's accessibility options for those puzzles. That's pretty cool. I don't know who's playing what game more. It's my two votes, John. Don't you All get right. it? I can do whatever <laughs> I want sorry, with them. Joker, you're insane. 
I am also going um, to split my vote between those very two choices because of the same reason that Vito said, because I played Last of Us 2, and the amount of settings were, as he said, off the chain. Uh, but bad. I do think, I have heard my friends talk up the Ragnarok options as well, so I can't not put so, a vote there. Last of Us Part 1 is is your personal vote. That would be my personal, saying, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, my friends are shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> Greg, I think and you I'm said you're going to double that. up somewhere. Yeah, both. I'm going to double up on Ragnarok because, yeah, like they had good, you know, accessibility features in part one, but they had to have add, added more to Ragnarok, right? Like the PlayStation guys with their accessibility. Surely. As time are, goes on, there are adding crazy more. accessibility options in Ragnarok, as right. John talked about well, on the last I think- podcast. You I think the best way don't to... don't even know what they are. You're insane. Oh, no, no, I did. I looked at the Ragnarok oh, ones. Right, I did. Right. Not The Last of Us. I didn't, I didn't look at that. I didn't play that. I think what the best way to summarize what we're talking about is uh, Dusk Falls, Return to Monkey Island, and The Quarry. Yeah. Try try a little bit harder next time. Kind of <laughs> harder. Just, just Games try. we kind haven't played or experienced at all. <laughs> it's fucked up, I don't right? remember it's the actually, quarries, it's, it's a little we fucked up. The, yeah, we, we played The Quarry. I don't oh, yeah. We didn't, we, didn't, we didn't play The Quarry. No, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It was but I don't remember something about settings. With that. We probably just didn't look at it too much. I wasn't I thought there, the cor- I thought I the quarry was the weird comic book one that I wanted us to play, but we never did. No, that no, one was uh, Tell Me Little Lies or some crap I thought like that, that was just Dust Falls. The quarry was that... Oh, uh, that might be as Dust Falls, actually. Yeah. yeah. The quarry was right. the uh, werewolf one. Okay, yeah. Well, it was like a summer know. camp, right? I, I can't remember. Yeah, what it was, yeah, it was, it was the latest Supermassive. Yeah, I just can't remember why it was called the Quarry. That, the one like, that was on Stadia as like an exclusive or something, and it was supposed and, to yeah. be. It was, yeah. All right, all right. What do we got? Now? All right, John, you're next. All right, and, this is best adaptation. Oh, sorry, we're going. Oh. Yeah, we're going. We're going in order of what I have listed on I see, the I see it. Best adaptation here. Okay, let me find the one. Recognizing outstanding creative right, work. Uh, Vito, thank you, but it's but it's John's category. No, no, no I appreciate oh, it, Vito, because okay. I cause I didn't find it yet, but he was just like <laughs> filling in for me. All right, recognizing outstanding creative work that faithfully and authentically adapts a video game to another entertainment medium. And they have Arcane for League of Legends. Uh, that was on Netflix. Uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners also on Netflix. Uh, the Cuphead Show on Netflix. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, it was a movie. And Uncharted, which was also a movie. Is I'm this a new a category this year? I think it is. It's one of those I categories that, like, I feel like pops up. And I feel like we see these every now and then. It pops up just to give a game a thing. Yes. Or just to, <laughs> sorry. It pops I pops up either just to give a game a prize, or I think better said in this one, this is just one of the only years that they could probably do something like this because there's been five video game adaptations this year. Someone noticed the the deluge of adaptations, yeah. but these uh, are gonna, all decent decent choices. You know, choices put a double, definitely... double banger on Edge Runners. Mm. <clears throat> I'm gonna hop in. Can I hop in real quick? I'm gonna hop in real quick. I'm gonna put a double banger on Arcane League of Legends, um, and that's because. I know that show was super popular. My girlfriend, who's never doesn't even know what a League of Legends is, watched the entire show and she loved it. So mm. if it's a show that's entertaining uh, a wide audience of gamers and non-gamers, I think that's the winner. Even though I know the rest of these were pretty popular. 
and I did watch Cuphead, and Cuphead sucked. Oh, I didn't know oh. that. I want to uh, that, that is an interesting argument. So you say it's also your personal vote. It's my. It's a double banger. Yeah, but I, you you do want that to win, or you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I I haven't seen any of these, so I guess so. For yeah. your girlfriend's sake, Vito. For my girlfriend's sake, I gotta defend her honor. I didn't say I love you to her. Apparently, <laughs> she, yeah, you're right. she was you walking said, out earlier. <laughs> you said all right. Yeah. I didn't I say it. all right. I said I love you. Mm. This is right. for you, baby. Well, you, you you brought it up. So <laughs> listeners, what happened before the podcast was oh, no. Vito's oh. Vito, Vito's girlfriend uh was leaving. Vito says, Text me to get off the train, all right? She goes, Okay, I love you. And he says, All right. And then jumps I back on the podcast. Say, all right. I probably said it real fast and slurred. He, ga- he gave her the Han solo I know. <laughs> I know, baby. Greg, He's fixing the mistakes here. Hey, um, uh, both cyberpunk. All right, double banger on cyberpunk. You guys are being really silly. You're being stupid. Why would you go with League of Legends, dog? All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you dumb, or whatever I called you. <laughs> you didn't John? call me dumb. <laughs> Um, Arcane was extremely popular in the beginning of the year. Cyberpunk, extremely popular at the end of the year. The other three aren't going to win. We keep playing it safe and put one on Arcane and one on Cyberpunk. Okay. Do you have a preference? I believe Cyberpunk because it came out more recently. It's still fresh in people's heads. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I think I'm also going to split my vote between Cyberpunk and Arcane. Uh, personal would probably be Arcane. Or actually, wait. No, because have you? Have sorry, you seen neither of these properties. Just I I saw a bit of Arcane. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, and it was it was good what I saw of it. Uh, I don't know why I didn't continue, but. So actually, sorry, it's personal for Cyberpunk because I want to see complex 2D animation on Netflix more. Uh, as good as the 3D of Arcane is, and it is a really, really cool art style. Uh, you know, Cuphead has 2D animation, but it's supposedly bad. But it's it's intentionally in like a goofy cartoon style, whereas Arcane is done by um was a Studio Trigger. Um, mm-hmm. and I want to see more of that like westernized uh, anime style or just like two complex 2D animation on Netflix. But then popular, Arcane had such a big buzz that even with the relatively similar popular buzz of Cyberpunk, I still think that Arcane might take the year, you know? It might be, like, the thing that everybody got on board the animation train for. And then Cyberpunk carried on that legacy. Right, I agree with that. It's totally reasonable. Greg, what do we have next? Next up, we have the most anticipated recognizing an announced game that was, or that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming medium forward. Jesus Christ. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, man. This one's a tough one, right? This is like the hardest category in this entire thing. One, okay, what? I got right, Vito, Vito, one of you is off. I'll go I'll after you, Vito. My, I already, I'm already got my chips in. You can put my personal vote on Hogwarts Legacy. 
And you can put my popular vote on Hogwarts Legacy because the rest of these games fucking blow. Whoa. All right. Well, Vito's uh, you're, an idiot. You're, you're, you're actually I'm an insane. idiot. You're you're go ahead you're and put Vito, we'll wrap back around to you. John, what do you got? We'll put, put, yeah, put both mine on Zelda. Alright, alright. Dude, more like tears of fucking you when this fucking show comes around. <laughs> Bro, nobody except for me lose. cares about Hogwarts Legacy. What are you talking about? If anything, Starfield's the other one that could be a maybe, but Zelda, I mean... They dropped that Starfield gameplay and it looked like ass. That's nobody what I'm saying. That's that why that I went game. with Zelda. Everybody wants Zelda. I don't even know what wild, that is. You're in... <laughs> exactly. It's because you never played a video game in your life. Alright, before we continue, just you, last... you thought that was another Harry Potter movie. You didn't even know it was a game. Last thing. just so I don't have just so I don't have to keep asking, if you're like putting both purely for the reason of the game and you don't care at all, like if you don't have a personal opinion other than you know you think it's gonna win that much, just let me know so I know to mark you with an asterisk. Oh, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I don't I don't really, really care. I'm just really strategic voting on my part in this okay. one. Yeah, that, that's a good way to say. It. Just say it's a strategic vote if if it's that's that. And you I'll throw throw an asterisk on my uh, League of Legends then. Okay. Uh, that's for sorry, love, though you can't put two, um, put two asterisks. That's for love. Greg, I want you to go next. I feel like you, you're gonna have opinions on this one. Um. So really, I thought about it. <clears throat> And personal, I, w- I was going to put Final Fantasy 16, but uh, both I'm going to put for Zelda, because I've been waiting for that game for a while. The first one was really great. So Everybody All loves Zelda. Right. Uh, yeah, John was right. Everybody loves Zelda. I'm going to break God. What I really want to do is split my vote between Starfield and Zelda. Now, and I feel like that's what I got to do. Because, like, which one of these am I most anticipated about? It's probably the Hogwarts game. But do I think hmm. that the Hogwarts game has reached that level of mass appeal when it's standing up against Starfield and Zelda? Nah, no, I way. agree. Personally, I am also looking for... It's funny. I am also looking for the Hogwarts game the most out of this list. But I just oh. don't think it's got the leg. So I'm going to do a strategic vote splitting it between the two. I don't know. I think I think Hogwarts still has a leg to stand on in terms of hype. Just like a bubbling underlayer of of harry potter fandom um so that would be like my personal because i'm i'm with all the people anticipating that game i think it's the first like really hype harry potter game. hey i feel you dude i maybe I ever want, <laughs> i want to put a vote on that i really yeah. do i just feel but then, like this category like i just can't you know what i mean right well then i i i think i think starfield for the reason Vito stated that like the the gameplay came out and people weren't that enthused about it. Resident Evil Forged a remake. Um, Final Fantasy is another Final Fantasy game, but it's yeah. I think so. I think it would be uh, Tears of the Kingdom for me as well for a popular vote. I think there's no denying the hype train for Breath of the Wild too. You know, it's been a long time coming. People are clamoring it's, for it. Dude, I feel you. It's really hard not to double down on it. Um, I feel the inclination in myself. Did I skip? I skipped you, Flask. Sorry, I don't know how I did that, but Flask, you're next. Oh, uh, can, can you change the Starfield there to Breath of the Wild 2, or uh, Tears of the Kingdom? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah. I think you... Or, yeah. Anyway. 
how dare uh, Bethesda yes. try to try to cheat and I get think my you vote. said early on that you were, oh I said the word yeah yeah early, I, I yeah. probably just reacted early so flask what are we what's our next category the next category is best multiplayer and uh the uh the description for that is for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game genre or platform. And the nominees for that one are Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Shredder's Revenge. I'm putting call on both. And I'm going to go and, a little crazy. And I don't know if I'm... If I would call this a strategic vote, because like, I don't, I don't care if COD wins, but I don't want some of these to win. <laughs> Which ones, Which ones specifically? Against. Let's talk. Let's talk specifics here. I want you to call out. I want you to call out and and poop all over the games that you're you're thinking in your head. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna rage if Overwatch two wins. I'll just say that. It's not. It's not. Um, multiverses. I shouldn't poop on oh, that. I never, was cool I never, I never played in the it, first like, month. I, it feels weird on this list. There's so many good multiplayer games this year. I don't feel like Multiverses is one of them. Where's Breakers? Where's fucking Breakers? Where's, where's, where's breakers? fucking Breakers? Where's, where's, where's Breakers? Where's Valheim? And I know it's not released, and I know it's the second year of early access, but. Where's Dark Tide? Where's Final Fantasy? No. Oh, you're talking about Valheim. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Multiverse uh, per- doesn't belong on this list. Personal for me, Splatoon three. I heard that multiplayer is pretty fun, and uh, popular Call of Duty. I have played that. That is pretty fun. Anybody well, else can jump in? John, first, John, why don't you guys take? Uh, I'll put two for Call of Duty. Yeah. Hmm. Really strategic because I don't play multiplayer games very much, so I don't. I, I actually have not played any of these games. Neither have I. Isn't uh, Rumbleverse came out this year, right? Did indeed. What is Rumbleverse? I, I'm surprised Rumbleverse isn't on here as another. That's the, like in place of Shredder's Yeah, that's a great That one is actually cool. I've thought about playing that. That's what I'm saying. Why isn't that on this instead of TMNT? Did it not come out this year? Definitely came out this this summer. I thought it did. I've been hearing about it this year. I've heard a lot of good things about too. I played it. Oh yeah, it was kind of it was fun. Yeah, me and John played that. It was uh, it was fun. Oh, right. we did play that. I thought it was a different Ninja Turtle game. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, whatever. And I'm throwing them both on Modern Warfare 2 because I don't know. I, I mean, I would love for a game like TMNT to win, but I just, just don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I'm throwing I, them both on. Yeah, on- I also don't see TMNT winning, but I would say popular uh, Modern Warfare 2 and then and per- personal, I guess, like multiverses, uh, even though that's. <clears throat> The hype for that's kind of died down in recent times. Um, yeah, I think people like were really excited about that at one point. So I'm just, I don't know, I'm splitting my vote here. I don't know what the numbers are for Overwatch Two right now, but I, I just feel like that game is is not kind of withered on the vine, dying on the vine. Oh God, yeah, it's it's super unpopular. I mean, it had a fairly contentious launch. Um, yeah. And, uh, and 
it felt like something that even when Overwatch Two was announced, everybody was like, yeah, it "Sounds kind of weird what you're pl- thinking of doing." Uh, and now that it's come here, and it turned out to be exactly what they said, except the PVE story was delayed like a year or something like that. So it's literally just <laughs> yeah. enough. It's literally just an update to Overwatch. Like, eh. yep. I'm surprised. Uh, Halo Infinite. Oh, that was, or that might have came out the end, the very end of last year. And oh was, yeah, that was in the Game Awards last year, actually. Was it in the Game Awards last year? I think it, came... it might. I think it was. Oh, no, I guess. I guess it came out in November of last year, so it probably would have been. I think it was a nominee last year, but I'm still surprised to not see it. I feel like that should still count for this year. It's not even in any of the. Categories. Just the Forge mode is eligible. <laughs> for the next category, we have Vito. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we have. Best sport racing game. Everybody knows I'm big in the sports. Why do they still make... If you want to play a sport, go outside. Uh, That's a good point. Alright, I'm trying to find the fucking nominees, but there's a lot of instances of the words. I can can take over, Vito, if you want. Just help help me out here. Where are the nominees? Uh, The nominees are (laughs) F1, 22, (laughs) FIFA, 23... Uh, NBA 2K23, Gran Turismo 7, and Ollie Ollie World. Ollie Ollie World. Help, help me, help me out by just knew, doing it for me. Who knows? Who know? Here, who here knows what Ollie Ollie World? The skateboarding is? game, dude. It's a skateboarding game. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We got some gamers. We got some gamers in here. I'm pretty <laughs> interested in that game. I, 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 I'm interested okay, in buying my, it. My bad. As biggest sports racing fan. I'm gonna throw down a doubleheader, Gran Turismo Seven, because huh. that's the only title I really know here, and I'm oh, sure okay. that that's popular and good. So that's just your uh, I don't know any of these, so give me Ali Ali for both and put an asterisk on them. And you can put an asterisk for mine as well. Uh, yeah, I got it. Uh, I'm I'm following Vito exactly. Grand Turismo both. Yeah, I mean, hopefully next year skate will be on this uh, list. Nobody yeah. cares about these FIFA games and the 2K games are messes, right? They're just money machines. That's what I'm saying, sure. dude. Yeah. Every year it's the same. And I don't game. hear anyone complain about Grand Turismo, so I'll put both mine for that. Well, actually, in this one I do want to see Grand Turismo one because the other games I do hear are due to, and I think right Flask, cop aboard, get some free points, Flask. Well. I have yes, apparently forbidden knowledge that nobody else here has. The Gran Turismo 7 launched terribly, and everybody hated what? it at launch. So oh. I'm going to uh, put my popular vote in as uh, F122, because I've heard nothing about that. And I uh, think people still like the F1 through. games. Uh, my preference, I guess, would be Ali Ali World, just because I think that's like the sort of weird ringer maybe it like that it's a weird skating game that people might be like oh i like this funky right. cartoon skating game you little cutthroat scoundrel with your know. inside knowledge we may have even talked about it on the podcast <laughs> i don't remember next up is the best simulation slash strategy game that is the best game focused on real-time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay Irrespective of platform, we got Dune, Spice Wars, Mario and Rabbids, Spark of Hope, 
Total War, Warhammer the <laughs> Third, Two Point Campus, and Victoria Three. As we all know, this category eternally beloved by people who are actually into simulation and strategy games. Remember when I, I'm just happy that for once, uh, slash fucking, S. Uh, what was on this list? Ever, like the last like two years, was it Flight Simulator or is it fucking oh, like probably. Yeah, Gran yeah. Turismo or something? A Microsoft Flight Simulator, yeah. Oh yeah, was it like Forza? It was, it was uh, Flight it, Simulator. It was, it was Flight Simulator, you're right? Okay. No, this. I this don't know anything about Mario every year. Mario and Rapids, but actually, this category is. I think it's pretty reasonable this year. This I mean, year's it's not bad. Weird. Like putting two point campus against Victoria Three is a weird comparison, but yeah, they. I get where it's coming from. People just don't like the mashup, the mush, the mushing together. Yeah, it's a weird <laughs> mashup. Very, just make two categories. Surely you could yes. find something. No, I mean, there's tons of simulation games that come out on Steam. Though, I imagine so. There's a game where you could play as Jesus Christ coming out. I think next week. What? Finally. We've talked about right on, games right on time. Is it going to be released on his birthday? That'd be great. But does Andy, anybody actually have got? a? Anybody <laughs> actually have a vote here? Yes, yeah, I uh, do. All right, go ahead. Uh, Rick. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Warhammer for both personal and popular. Warhammer's great. Total War. Anybody else want to hop in? I'm going a little wacky here. I'm 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 doubly voting two point campus. Um. For no reason, just because I want I want that one to win, and then I'm doubling down on the hospital one. That's the first one was pretty cool. I like that one. That's interesting um, you say that, Vito, because mine was going to be prediction Total War Warhammer Three, and then my personal one was going to be Two Point Campus, just because I want the little underdog to succeed. I, hope, I don't even hey, know. I, I don't even know if Two Point Campus is an mine, mine was actually exactly the same as yours. Okay. John, uh, I'll go both into Warhammer. I yes. feel like I feel like the people who are doubling on Warhammer are gonna take it. <laughs> I really Dude, Spice Wars just my, came my out only, like last month. No, Not never even heard of it. My only yeah. hesitation like with uh, only only hesitation with Warhammer is that some of our friends played it, and I don't entirely remember all the reasons why, but they ended up just going back to Warhammer Two. They really? I think it's because it of Warhammer reason. Yeah, they, I think it was like a Game Pass fuck up or something. It was like, like if on, it's on Game Pass, but you needed to buy like a DLC to play something uh, that they wanted to play, and it might have been like the multiplayer mode. I think. Uh, uh, Dune Spice Wars is on Game Pass. It's in early. What does Game Pass call early access? Pre- game preview. Oh, game preview. It's yeah. a game preview. It only came out like was the last that? couple of weeks. Wait, Flash, is, game is this that game? Yeah, it's that a we game we saw uh, at, at like some. Co- uh, like announcement thing. Well, we, we definitely like, did oh, see a trailer oh. at one of the conferences. We were like, "Oh, it's Dune." Well, it was oh, one it's me a Dune you specifically. Well, yeah, we were like, "Oh shit, it's Dune." <laughs> oh, it's Dune. <laughs> yeah. Are, are we you had sure that? that uh, no, it hasn't. I guess I was confused for a moment because um, I thought that the Game Awards had had a policy not to feature early access games. I don't know. If you but told yeah, me that, I would believe you preview. that they had that. Yeah. No, I. That's fine. I was just. Just thinking. I guess I'd really curious to look back at last year and see if Valheim was in the running for anything. Oh yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I it was. I don't okay. think it won though. I might be thinking of a totally different game of the year thing. Um. Okay. Is that it for? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Next up, John. What do we got? We got family best man family. himself. 
Yeah, as, as you know, I'm the family man here, so I'm going to go ahead and cover this. Uh, best family, the best game appropriate for family play, uh, irrespective of genre or platform. And we have Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, funny name, <laughs> Nintendo Switch Sports, or Splatoon 3. What's so funny about it, bud? It's just like such like it's a the sparks of hope. Do it's one of those Hope's Japanese funny? titles. No, no, yeah, exactly. Thank you, Tobias. Thank you for coming back <laughs> here. Uh, all right, all right. I'm, I'm, sp- a, uh, uh. I'm splitting my vote between Kirby and Lego. Dang it, um, that's what I'm doing too. I don't have a preference though. I mean, I guess if you had to nail me down to one, I would say Kirby. But it's more I'm splitting these equally because I've heard a lot of great, great things about them this year. Uh, personal Kirby, popular Nintendo Switch Sports. Okay, uh, Flask, did you want to Mine was the opposite elaborate? of yours. Um, okay. Lego for personal, just because I think it would be fun to see, uh, like, the, the supposedly the best Lego Star Wars game so far win that category. But also, Kirby, so big and such a grand outing for this one that I think it has a good chance of winning. Uh, I have no idea. There's some asterisks next to mine. I'm going to say Lego and Splatoon. People love their squid kids. People do like squid kids. Um, I don't know anything about these games. I did see, a, I think, a donkey video, and he, I think he really enjoyed the Kirby game. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to split my vote to be safe. Asterisk, uh, Kirby and Lego. Put a little donkey asterisk next to his uh, name. Yeah, minus 10 points. Donk, donkey. Sorry, John, can you say donk, yours one more time? Swayed by Dunk. Yeah, uh, Lego and Splatoon. Okay. Not in any order that matters. Or Splatoon and Lego, whatever. So, Greg, why do you think um, sports might take it? Just because, like, the ubiquity of, of like, uh, the Wii Sports I mean, legacy? Yeah, yeah, okay. really, that's it. People love the Wii Sports, and I've seen some uh, gameplay. Of like Wii Sports Extreme or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it looks interesting. Okay. All right. Um, next best up, fighting. Best fighting. You heard the controversy around this? No. The NF duel. The specific. Well, I mean, give, the, give me the T. What's the T on this? Well, hold on, Flash. Go ahead and read the. Go ahead and read okay. the, the, the stuff, and I'll, I'll break it down. For the best game designed primarily around head-to-head combat. That's an interesting description is. for this category. Uh, DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R, The King of Fighters. Uh, what is that? 15? 15? <laughs> oh, there it is. I see it now. Multiverses and Sifu. Is it that Sifu is not like a 1v1 fighting game? It's like a action like a brawler game. oh it's, brawler? it's okay it's a little bit of both. all right sifu is a single player game so i don't know why you'd include it in the fighting category oh, yeah. it's like saying like god of war is a fighting game is it's the same thing you're fighting characters right mm-hmm. yeah it's stupid. uh dnf duel has a player base smaller than 100 now like cool. per day uh jojo bizarre adventure all-star battles is a remake of like a 10 year old game right so like the only two kind of fighting games are King of Fighters and Multiverses, and Multiverses is like a like a platform free to play, you know. <laughs> yeah. Some people would call it a party game, 
uh, I mean, some people would say that King of Fire is the actual only real fighting game that should be on here. And I don't Jeez. even know much about that game. That being said, I'm putting both of them on multiverses. All right. Uh, one, because I think it's I the most popular one, and two, because I just think it's going to win. I don't care if it wins. I don't understand why. It's, like, if you could fit these games into the fighting category, surely you could fit a game like Rumbleverse. That came out this summer. I why, think that why, why, why I really think Rumbleverse? that that should be in here instead of like Sifu because yeah. at least it's multiplayer. You know what I mean? Like Sifu is, is a it, single player only game. It's why is it here? Maybe well, it's because it's like an epic only game. Is that yeah. like a thing? I, don't I know. think people... I think it's as simple as the judges looked at Sifu and saw a guy fighting other guys in hand to hand combat and said fighting. That's what fighting oh, word means. That is silly, right? Nobody else thinks that way, right? Like a fighting I think that's game what, is just a why game this with happens. fighting. I mean, yeah, with the only reason, what, what other reason could it be there? There's no, there's no multiplayer versus feature in the game. You're saying all. that you're saying that the judges aren't gamers themselves. Uh, I think they play I mean, games, but I don't think they head, have a real conception not. of genre divide. You know, I don't oh, think they God. think about that. I, and uh, it's almost like they write the descriptions first and then pick what games fit that description. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that's probably exactly what they do. I yeah, still don't even the... think that fits the description, though. Sifu head-to-head combat. It's not head-to-head. Head to computer. Head to some. Yeah, exactly right. Well, yeah, but you could uh, see some idiot in like a conference room, like arguing it, right? Like, well, isn't it? Kind the boss of like battles are one-on-one, right? Oh like, like I said, you could say that for God of War. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is Jeff Keeley's VGA's growing too big, too big for its uh, was it bosom? So, is there any credence to the argument that Sifu is probably going to win just because it's on here at all? <laughs> I was thinking that too, but I'm actually I'm gonna double uh, down on multiverses. That be that's that's the only game I think that really like fits in this and King of Fight. I'm gonna go double double multiverses asterisk. Uh, I man. I want King of Fighters to win. I really do. But uh, it's hard to deny the multiverse is hype. Uh, so I will kind of have my bets a little bit. King of Fighters 15 for personal vote. Next year we should. Is. Next year we should introduce some sort of uh, uh, phone, a, phone a friend. And then oh. I want to ask Zach, like, Zach, what's, what's going to win? I was thinking Flash like can produce him like in with a like, system. Flash can produce them in with like a grainy, like tele over the telephone. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> make it extra low, low fi Like like the phone a friend from uh, who wants to be a millionaire. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, sorry, dude. I'm about to get in the shower. I'm, I'm you losing doing? you. <laughs> Am I on the air right now? I'm in the gym. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. This is this is Regis. You just got to go with your heart, man. <laughs> just go with your gut on this one. All right. It's not Ten helpful, seconds. Zach. Yeah, I think I think because like, so I I I predict Sifu is going to win this category. Uh, wild, but I think I know I know that's an uh, that's a wild one. But I think because of the stupid reason that I said it has a good potential of winning. Uh, my personal preference, um, probably multiverses. I, I am thinking along the lines of what this category actually is, rather than what we want it to be. Right. So, like, if in the perfect world where only 1v1 fighting games were actually the category, maybe King of Fighters would be the pick. But I think for what this category is, Multiverses is the pick, personally. 
um, just because it's like a fun brawling fighting, you know, multiplayer game. Um, okay, great. Greg, I think you're the last one I need to get a vote down. Yeah, uh, I also put uh, for Multiverses. I think I'm the only one here that's played it. And uh, I, got, I got a decent amount of time on it. I like that game a lot. So I, I like it a decent amount. I think it'll, I think it'll win. Good. Next up, Vito. Sorry, Greg, right? Oh. Is it? It is Greg. Sorry. The best role-playing game for the best game designed with rich character customization and progression, including massive multiplayer experiences. Ah, there you go. (laughs) I wonder they... Sorry, not to cut you off. I wonder they fucking sneak that in there. Including massively multiplayer experiences. Sorry. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, the things are Elden Ring, Live Alive, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. First well, time we've well, seen well. Elden Ring tonight. Does Wonder anybody know what any of these other games are? Uh... I've played Arceus. I, I wouldn't put that. I, I wouldn't vote for that, but I've played that. <laughs> Purely strategic voting here. Elden Ring, uh, both both points. Yeah, Elden Ring, both. I'm going Elden Ring, both points. But it's weird because, like, I I I think of the game awards as you know, there's politics involved. I think Elden Ring, Elden Ring is going to take home some big categories. So I feel Probably. risky. Take giving it to best role playing, but I still am because I don't know anything about the rest. If of I were to give any of these other ones one, it would probably be Xenoblade. Why do you Xenoblade's say nominated for so many categories. It's got to take something, right? It's probably this. I think, uh, yeah, I'm I'm going popular Xenoblade. Do do the same thing. Get, I'm and, doing popular and I'm, Xenoblade and I'm doing too. Personal Elden Ring. Yeah, same same here. Same reasons. Um, sorry, who all doubled down on Elden Ring? Me. It's me. Uh, John, I won't, I won't bother putting an asterisk to know you love that game. Put two of them. I'm, I'm <laughs> doubling down on Pokemon, actually. Really? Yeah. I think that this is the first Pokemon game in a long time that has excited people. And it's, it's like a new breath of air for the franchise. I haven't played and then it. They so, went back yeah, and they, ideas. you know, ripped it apart with Scarlet and Violet. Right, but those were already in production. I think. I think Arceus is like the first step, even though a game has come out after it. Um, towards there's a new era. Of that would be cool. And so I think Relatively people. I think people has a. Yeah, but I think I think people. Uh, you know, know Pokemon, and they are like, oh, this is a new way to play Pokemon. It was just forgotten so quickly, I feel. Yeah, you don't really have people talking about it that much. I mean, right now, the discussion is all around Scarlet Well, yeah, Violet, especially with the new hotness. Mm. Okay, sorry. Uh, I was just kind of looking ahead and seeing what are the categories Elden Ring was in. It's interesting food for thought. I won't bother sharing. Uh, who's next? Vito. Yes, we have the best action adventure game. Listen closely to this. For the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Wait, what? 
and we have a Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West. What'd you say like that? Stray and Tunic. Oh, if Ooh, no one's chomping God, at the man. Let's, let's just throw. This, this, this is not a tough one. This is not. This is not. No, it's not. This no, is a it tough is not. one, dude. This is All the right. most difficult one in the whole list. All right, fine. God of War, both points for me. Uh, okay. I'll play, I'll play Tale for me, both I, points. I hear you on God of War. <laughs> you're fucking insane, Greg. I hear I you. It, but you're insane. No, I don't think he's insane. All right, I, hear I, me I, out. If God of War wins Game of the Year, how could it not also be the best action-adventure game? But yeah, that's but, the thing, though. You're, it makes to, sense. To, your, make sense. to your exact logic, I think the opposite. If it's going to win Game of the Year... Politically, they have to give it to somebody that's, else. They don't, they don't have to. That's insane. They're, these people voting. What do you mean they? Mm, is it all based on votes? Not all. I think it's, it's not. There's it's judges. The system's rigged. This one tears me apart. I'm not gonna lie. It really does. Because like I, I feel this it. one's hard. I feel all it. Rag, these games Rag, are... Ragnarok seems like it makes sense, but fucking Tunic though. Like Tunic, a little is underdog. Play Tunic, a little no. underdog action. But I played Tunic. I enjoyed it very much. I don't think it came anywhere close to God of War. I, I think if anything, the the Horizon I mean, Stray? Forbidden West is the 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 one that could take it away. If they're doing like, oh, we got to give something else the award. Other than that, I don't see. I, don't see, I played Stray as well, the fun three hour game with no <laughs> combat. Actually, I don't know what they're even talking about. See, I feel Plus. like yeah, I I feel like uh, what John said is is probably the most accurate to my thoughts that like. I feel like this is split between Horizon and Tunic for me. Those would probably be my two votes. Probably, um, I don't. I don't have a personal investment in either of these, so you could you could put like an asterisk if you want. But um, personal might be uh, Tunic actually, because I think that uh, that represents the only category that has adventure in it. You know what I mean? Like the, the adventure part is that this is a like a great little indie zelda game zelda like and uh people were very positive about it and then horizon being like all about the roaming the land and stuff like that um but also having lots of action with robot fighting they i think you've convinced me stuff like that you know i really i really i was feeling a little insecure about the fact that i've been splitting my votes i really want to double down on something i don't think this is the category i can double down though I got to split splitsies between Tunic and Ragnarok. It's tough. I'm yeah. I'm definitely going to lose this by splitting all the time. <laughs> all these people. I'm trying to split on categories that I I I feel insecure about. And I'm doubling down on categories where like I've played the game. I mean, I have played uh, Ragnarok, but mm-hmm. um, maybe you hate it though. Terrible. Um, no, I'm gonna go. Personal vote Ragnarok for action adventure, and I'm gonna give Pop your vote Plague Tale. Um, I, I really think anybody could take this category except for Stray. Um, yeah, I, I'm factoring in like other categories for my vote on this category because I think each of these games, maybe except for Tunic, is gonna take an award of its own. So this is a very complicated. I think this is the most complicated category of the night. So I gotta split it. Fair. I mean, my problem with Plague Tale, I'm not saying it's a bad game and I haven't played it, but like 
don't those games typically rate at like eight out of ten? I think you're you're underestimating the. You're just the, looking the at fever. the number, man. You're not looking at I'm with the, you, Andy. The, the the content. I think no, hey, Plague Tale Requiem got big ups. Big ups. Big ups. A small change. Big uh, ups. The, exactly what I said. Smaller the, ups the, the, me, the Metacritic is between eighty to eighty-five, depending on the yeah, platform. Yeah, but it got it got big ups though. You keep saying big ups. <laughs> Got, yeah, but it got, got big, big ups. ups. I agree with Vito. It, it got big got ups. Good. I think this is a strategic category. This could be a category where like they give it to a game like Plague Tale that maybe didn't take game of the year or best it's action game. Difference. They'll give it to well, bi- they'll give it to the best action adventure because they could throw like another game into like I, I could say the exact same thing you, about you, Tunic, right? You said it all yourself though. You said they're gonna give it. They didn't earn it, it doesn't deserve it. They're gonna give it to it, right? Well, I'm not saying I didn't even play the game. I don't give a fuck about it. I'm just saying this is my this is my vote. I All think. right. Well, I don't I'm want you to. to win. I'm trying to win tonight. Anymore. I'm trying to come. I'm trying to come tonight. I'm trying to come out tonight with a win. Uh, I need to tell my girlfriend that I came you with a win just tonight. Copy my vote, guys. If I don't, if I don't tell my girlfriend I won tonight, it's, it's gonna be a problem. You're not gonna win. Then you shouldn't have voted oh, like you voted on. the last eight votes. You're not gonna tell her you won. <laughs> oh, you don't dude. even tell her that you love her. Now moving on to the next guys. category. Mm-hmm. Um, best. This one's also a little weird. Yeah, I heard, I hope everybody was listening carefully to the last segment because best action game for the best game in the action genre focused primarily on combat. <laughs> Different than action adventure. Well, it doesn't have traversal and puzzle solving as the implication, right? I, of course. I guess, but I would disagree because Neon White's all about traversal. We also got Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Sifu, and Shredder's Revenge. As well as, as John said, Neon White. I mean, isn't so, Neon White all combat solving and puzzle they're, they're, like, So that my, I had the same thought as you. Like, why is Neon White in this category? Neon White does have it's. It's all. It, it is combat. There's a lot of combat. The, to beat a level, you have to defeat every enemy by like right. shooting. Shooting the levels them. are but puzzles. But the, yeah, the the game is is a puzzle traversal game in spirit. And why is Call of Duty in this? This is a shooter. Why is it in the action? Like, uh, do they not have best <laughs> no shooters? Shooter There's category. not enough of them. Uh, Call of Duty is action, my guy. I guess in the I same guess, sense yeah. that every game can be action. Like I said, God of War is an action game too. Yeah, it is interesting. Still that a category. Like this has got to be like seafood. This category game, is just think. insane to me. This is just like we don't know where to put these games, so we're gonna shove them in this category. That's, yeah. How do you have Call of Duty? And Neon White and Bayonetta. Actually, every single... Yeah, you're right. Every single one of these games does not belong together. This is the weirdest category. Well, uh, well let's break it down, though. Process elimination. I feel like Modern Warfare 2 can't win. You know, Why? Why do you say that? I mean, maybe I'm just ignorant, but is Modern Warfare 2 that much better than the last year's Call of Duty? Or like, is it like representing a return to form or anything? Like from what I hear, it's a good game, but it's like a really good Call of Duty game. Maybe yeah, is it getting some sort of crazy praise for the series itself for, for the fans? I don't know if it is. I, I don't know if I, any I of these games saying. have gotten crazy praise. Oh I, no! Dude. I'm just saying like, we neon, we see Call White, of Duty every Sifu. year. So it's actually, hard. all sorry. Uh, sorry. Like, just, all oh, the, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the these are these are good games. All Neon White is an excellent game. Sifu is an excellent game. Sifu, I think. That it's locked to Epic, right? Sifu. I uh, think it was, or, or it might be still. 
man, I could be wrong. I feel like games that are locked to like a specific like platform lose points. I, I don't know. It was TMN's- also on the console though, so or maybe that was it. Maybe uh, it was just on the console in Epic. I don't know. TMNT got a lot of buzz when it came out. That game's not gonna win this. Bayonetta three, is that the one with all this controversy? Yeah, with the voice actor. Yeah, I feel like that was the only thing I heard about the game was controversy. Is the game getting good reviews? Or- I've also yeah, heard controversy about reviews. the game. Aside, like people seem to enjoy it, but there's also I've heard some divisive opinions about uh the content of the game. <laughs> Man, this is fucking tough. I would not like to go first on this category. Yeah, but I think I think the stuff that people like about Bayonetta three is still the combat, like the action right, parts of it. Right. right? That's why. I, yeah, I think it's still a contender. Yeah. I mean, personally, I think I'm going to go uh, prediction Sifu because you're hitting people with hands, and preference Neon White just because, like, um, because the the action is so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I feel like this is one of two categories that Neon White has a good chance of winning. Yeah. I'm, what's what's yeah, the other category? I'm just you. curious. Uh, one of the indies, I would score. say. Uh, I don't think it's in the score one. Oh, it's uh, not. It's not actually. No. <laughs> I'm going to go Neon White and Call of Duty. Uh, one, because Neon White just seems like such a w- weird entry into this list. I feel like they would only put it here because... I don't know. They expected it to win, or they want it. Like you guys said, like politics, charity, like Call of Duty, it's popular game. Okay. I just can't see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles winning. The other two could win. I don't know, but yeah, just going for those two. I'm doubling down on Neon White. I feel like uh, this I'm, is the category that's going to win. Pick. I'll uh, double up on Sifu. Karate boy, huh? Vitor. Yeah, I think if this boy. game's gonna win at anything, it's gonna be that one, right? It's gotta. I think John's are actually the opposite, right? He said person like personal neon white and popular modern warfare too. Sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Vito. Um I I don't I don't know which way is up with this category. I'm going, I'm just going to throw personal neon white because I played that game and I really loved that game a lot. Um, <laughs> How was that a hard decision? Really... It's the only one of these you've played. You liked it. He didn't want to vote for it, but then he saw all the neon white on the page. And he, that's what he I'm felt... saying. Actually, I wasn't going to vote for it until all I saw all the neon white on right. the page. That's, just a, that's I'm a strategic to, I'm to, vote. Don't try to I'm, pass it on that you really liked that game. That was a strategic I'm, vote. Well, I did really, I do really like that game. I guess, I guess maybe it is strategic in, in the way that you're saying. Um, I'm going to throw popular on Bayonetta 3. I don't know. I don't feel good about this category at all, really. Um, as, I, as we said, that's, you know, it's contender because of the combat is still, I believe, the Bayonetta combat, which I, I look at that game like that's like an action game, uh, Bayonetta yeah. 3. I don't, as Call of Duty's a shooter, Neon White is a fantastic indie game with an interesting concept i wouldn't really describe it as an action game sifu i maybe would describe as an action game probably call it like a brawl or something tmnt same kind of deal yeah neon white and out of three all right john what do we got next we have the best vr slash ar game this is for the best experience Best game experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, uh, irrespective of platform. We have After the Fall, 
Among Us VR, Bowen Lab, <laughs> Moss, Book 2, or Red Matter 2. John, I give two points. Oh, I mean, does anyone want to go first? Well, I was going to ask you how was Bone Lab, because I was thinking about giving both my points to Bone Lab. Bone Lab? I have not played Bone Lab. I have not actually heard much about it, which is why I'm giving my two points to Mungus. Well. Yeah, I'm going to also be a sussy boy and put mine in Dude, a Mungus. you cannot deny, and I'm not doing it because I want it to win strategic. Can't deny the popular, uh, popularity of Mungus. Yeah, but is it, I mean, I guess it's still that big, right? I've never even yeah. heard of these other games, to be honest, besides Bone Lab. Dude, I'm not sure. Got like, even like more VR popular guy. with VR. Right, I mean, I'm doubling down on Bone Lab. Got the lab. I got the Mungus. The lab was kind of just a gut feel. Among uh, Us, I look at that and I think like, oh, that's so last year, but I, I can't deny it's still very popular. Yeah, I just have this feeling in my gut that like Among Us is gonna be the popular vote. Um, but then my personal would be Bone Lab because it's the sequel to what I understand is like one of the two best VR games ever made. So I have to imagine that it's good if it's learned lessons from its predecessor and is also a good game. But yeah, Among Us, I think, is still a champion of sorts. Uh, yeah, I'm, w- I'm with, uh, uh, sorry, I'm with Andy. I'm doubling down on Bone Lab. I don't think Among Us its popularity is transferring over to this like really niche VR category. You guys, um, that's possible too. Anything Bone about Lab, Twitch streamers? Bone Lab is a sequel to super popular VR game. Uh, I'm gonna go with that. That's the only one I really know about. You're really right. I don't. I really, yeah. I also here's I really the thing. Know. I know very little, and I know I've seen them playing Among Us. You guys, so I know that like. If if I've seen it and I don't watch Twitch, I know that it's gotta be at least semi popular. Um, sorry, Gray, did you That's double my, down? That was my thinking. You double uh, down? Yeah, I said Among Us. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay. Uh, okay. Flask. It is I with the best mobile game category oh, fuck yes. for the best game playable on a mobile device. We're always on our phones. Uh, we got Apex Legends Mobile. Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. Uh, I want to say two things. Yes. One, you guys should look at that video Greg posted because it's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I was I, I was I was kind of watching it, then he started screaming, and I couldn't hear something, so I had to close it for the podcast. Uh, and two, I'm giving both my points to Marvel Snap. Whoa. Strategic points. I don't want to play the game. I think in Contemporary is doo-doo. But I keep seeing people on my Steam playing it, and I keep hearing, like... I know, right? Every now and then, so like, oh, the game's pretty sweet, actually. I was actually going to do the same thing for the same reason. Like, I keep hearing positive buzz about this game, and I don't give a shit. But it's the only game I'm hearing positive buzz about. Like... You could have told me Apex Legends Mobile hadn't been released yet, and I would have said, okay, yeah, sure. I, w- I didn't I w- even know that was a thing. Genshin Impact? Like, okay. Gotcha was a 2021 thing. Sorry. Oh, Andy. You <laughs> poor I'm with simple, Andy. Simple <laughs> towards the future. No, 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 no. See, this mo- this year, uh, 
Genshin Impact released uh, Sumeru or a uh, whole new continent, and it's uh really really fucking good apparently. So uh, it's gonna win. Is that both of you? You doubling down on the Genshin? Oh fucking course, dude. Guys, I'm telling you, if you want to win this one. Yeah, vote Genshin Impact, not fucking. I mean, my my vote not, is kind what of is a, it Marvel Marvel crap. Marvel crap, yeah. <laughs> my vote is kind of a mixture of of John and Greg's uh, perspectives because those are the two games that I consistently still hear about. I think give me a, a strategic vote for um, uh, like on on the personal for uh, Genshin Impact, I guess, and then the other one for Marvel Snap. But basically, the reasoning is that I've been hearing stuff about snap positive even though that doesn't appeal to me at all and then i've been hearing just stuff not even positive just people who are still stuck in the in the gotcha the gotcha gotcha uh to this day they got got so i think it's still popular Vader. yeah i'm i'm um throwing in uh i was gonna throw in genshin for whatever for any of them and marvel uh, marvel snap is my personal genshin for my popular uh because those are the only two games i really know about diablo immortal didn't that have like a really bad con is that the one where they were like you guys don't have a phone right yes yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that, was, that was that was years ago i mean people still played it but like the reason we heard about diablo immortal this year was all the controversy was all the controversy about the whales the whales people would spend oh, like thousand right, dollars right, right. and couldn't find a match with people because yeah. they were like too high level yeah, it's yeah, like so pretty I, much the only shit i heard I about it that's gonna take it genshin marvel snap should mine be okay. flipped around actually because i guess i guess genshin impact offends me more like morally the gotcha right. system <laughs> should mine be flipped around that's fine. I mean, I, I, I said generally, that if there's a if, if there's a strategic vote, I don't see it mattering unless you do. But if you do, that's totally fine, right. and I'm fine with making the distinction. For rec- okay. record, I'm glad you guys came for with me on the popular vote. When we, when we finally arrive to the, to the gates of gamer hell, and Saint Peter brings us gives you our, a ten roll, list, and you don't get anything, and he says, "Hmm, personal vote, Genshin Impact, huh?" <laughs> Wait, no! <laughs> I will sign you to the fire pits or something like that. I don't know. Right. With that, we're a little over halfway through. We've been going at it for a minute. We'll just go ahead and take a at least a little break. We'll be back uh, soon to go with the best community support all the way through Game of the Year. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. I'm having I'm having a good good old Yeah, no, it's it's a fun fun pod for sure. This is a, this can be a better pod than the the actual results. Yeah, we should have this as the break bit too. <laughs> let's talk about how good we're doing. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout shout it from our kitchen. It's about oh, that's, that's fucking Yeah. Great. Yeah, I'm making a little drinky. Oh, it can be a All right, Greg, next category. <laughs> welcome back everybody greg what do we got next thanks for asking andy why we have the best community support recognizing a game for outstanding community support transparency and responsiveness inclusiveness of uh, inclusive of social media activity and game updates fuck i was so close apex legends Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Why is No Man's Sky in here? Did they do anything this year? 
True, they no. keep updating their game. They don't stop. Yeah. Damn. They just keep updating. Like these are uh, the same games that run the list the last like three years. Probably. Yeah, they yeah, always are. Sure. And my and list. I never remember my, which one wins. My vote is always the same. Final Fantasy. Where are points? Uh, Both. Uh, I don't know. I don't play any of these games. I don't belong to any community. You seem like I'm, a Fortnite gamer, bud. I'm a pro Fortnite. I'm gonna gamer. say Fortnite. One point Fortnite. One point uh, Final Fantasy. That's I what care. I was gonna do too. That's what I was prepared to do. And I'm going opposite mode. Opposite mode on you guys. Interesting, um, interesting. I'm going whatever fucking personal vote No Man's Sky and popular vote Destiny 2 and that's based on almost you know, why would you waste almost your vote nothing, like that based on almost nothing but I think I'm going to win this one I think I'm going to take this home <laughs> is there a kernel of something there like you said almost um, nothing I feel like Destiny 2 has gotten a lot of buzz this year over just community support um and i've also seen a couple threads on no man's sky just continued support um people are saying that the game has just come a long way since release and uh whatever i mean that's cool I for destiny like 2 no did they sky. reverse their decision i don't like i don't like any of these games i would not play any of these games at all my problem with no man's sky that whenever i see a trailer of it the game looks nice and then whenever I load it on my computer, no matter how much I fuck with the settings, it, it doesn't look anything like that. And I feel like I'm just in crazy town. Hmm. Huh. You might be a citizen of crazy town. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, all I got to say about that. No, I feel you. Uh, I put, I'm putting both down on Final Fantasy fourteen. You guys, Final Fantasy is such a great game. Prove it. Uh, dude, I wish I could be smashed in the side of the head and forget Final Fantasy so I could play it all over again. Nah, what I, I tried No Man's Sky, and I've talked about it on the pod, but like, there's something there that's fun, but it was really... But, well, hold on. You gotta think, this isn't what the best game is. I know, I know. For the game. But you gotta like, yeah. Never mind. All right, look. If if jumping if, if jumping between sectors and your ship just worked, like with your buddies, I would think different. Ugh. We did. We gave it an honest try. We we really did try. We tried the multiplayer, and then we had that thing where we would get in a frigate and we would jump, and then like two of us or one of us would always disconnect or get kicked yeah. out. Yeah. But you, yeah. you you would go to the area with it. You would just disconnect. No, that that's what happened to me. John would get left behind, and then we would just be in different sectors. Yeah, yeah, I would get left. Oh no, yeah, John man. did get left behind. Oh yeah, man. I mean, had no new community support, but man, we tried to light that game. But I don't know what you're saying if the game's not that great, then it probably wouldn't have that great of a community behind it. You would think. Best debut indie. Oh, sorry, I'm still in somebody's category. What Vito. What the well, fuck? I just, I just what the fuck? No, stop for a second. Cleaners. What the fuck are you doing, Andy? Yeah, that was kind of gross. I was dude. gross, but what were you gonna say? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, just the the thing I was trying to ask about before about Destiny Two is that in August, I believe they said that they're no longer sunsetting their expansions, which was a very 
controversial, if not outright uh, negative response choice that they made to sunset all their like old content, old Destiny content. They decided to not do that anymore. What does that mean? This year. Um, like like sunset? vault it. They, they're, they're no longer oh. putting expansions of old content in the Destiny vaults or the Bungie vault or whatever, where they're just like, it's not accessible anymore to players, which is stupid as hell. But apparently they were saying that they did that because of space concerns at the time. But this year in August, they said, we're no longer doing that, uh, which I don't know if that means we're bringing back old content or if we're just from this point forward, no longer vaulting content as it ages out. But uh, that was the one thing I heard about Destiny 2 this year. All right. Well, the next category <laughs> is best debut indie. Debut indie, not yeah. best indie. Debut. For the best debut game created by a new independent studio. Um, we this. Got- All right, I mean, cut you off. Please don't cut me off. Oh, sorry. I thought you were done, and then you kept going, and then I'm gonna say the nominees. The nominees are Neon White, Norco, in capitals, Stray, in capitals, Tunic. Why are all these games in capitals? And Vampire Survivors. All right, and I'm gonna say this is the toughest category. This is a very hard category, man. There's some. I feel like this category is pretty easy. Wow, you're I know wild. what I want to win, but I think any of these could take it. I have a yeah. couple that I want to win, and I have a couple that will win. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Man. All right, let me, it's a fucking let me, hard category. Let me help, let me, let me help you guys do. out. Go ahead, do it. It's Vampire Survivors. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking, too. But I really oh. do believe any of these could. Neon White definitely could. Stray could. Tunic could. But I'm going to put both mine on Vampire Survivors. Well, because... I bought in, you know, I mean, I believed in the game. I bought into it when it was, you know, still coming out. Same, unknown, I bought in January. And I highly enjoyed it. Um, this is and so I've played, hard. I've played Tunic and Stray, and I've seen Neon White. And like I said, I think they're all great. Like, any of these games could take it, but I just had the most experience with Vampire Survivor. No, I got one more and reason. I think it's the, but I'm going to wait. the most indie. You can't be more indie than in Vampire Survivor. Like, no. Like, like a dude made that, like, on his phone or something. I got one more card to lay down, but I'm going to wait until everybody's voted. I'm, uh, you know, th- this is a really tough category. Our cards a part of Neon White. I wink. Oh. oh, I love Neon White. I think that that's a really, really great, original, fantastic indie game. Vampire Survivors I'm playing right now is fucking great. It's addictive. Vampire Survivors. Uh like I was telling you the other day is like, it's, it's kind of like a rip of like another mobile game. So the original originality factor is kind of like, well, I don't know if you guys remember, I mean, it's really just a rip. I mean, I'm sure there are other examples, but this is from my understanding from the Xbox live, um, arcade, not even arcade game, but like the even simpler version. Uh, I made a game with zombies in it. I mean, yeah, I do remember the words you're saying. I mean, it was literally Vampire Survivors. It was, it was free. a twin stick shooter. Really? Or it was like free or like you would cheap. run around. It was like, if it wasn't it was like free, it was like, like 10 cents. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure what. I think you grab. I mean, obviously, Vampire Survivors became more complex. But I mean, essentially, you know, twin stick shooter or whatever. You were running around and things were closing in on you and you were just trying to survive. I think you could grab different weapons. Ooh. Uh, 
Um, yeah. And he posted a picture. Or a yeah, video. yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm remembering now. I'm, I like the song. Just... The song was a big thing. Yeah. The guy in the background would be singing. And... Yeah, three of these games are on Game Pass. Just, just saying. Um, man, I'm gonna go with. Ugh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Vampire Survivors. Let's put that as personal. Whatever. Popular vote. Neon White. Neon, I mean, Neon White is a better game than Vampire Survivors. Incorrect. There's a lot more going on there. There's a lot more going on there. It's a very original concept. Um, I mean, I guess they, I guess they both are. Neon White, uh, I'm going to nominate for another category uh, in, in the future here. Neon White's just a really great game all around. A lot more went into creating Neon White than Vampire Survivors. I just know that. Vampire Survivors is kind of like a rip of a mobile game. Vampire Survivors is fucking fire. I love Vampire Survivors. I'm gonna go with both those games. Right. That's it. Yeah. I'm just I got a problem with your language just a rip of. I mean, I get it, it's the similar thing, but like there's a reason why nobody gave a, gave a shit about that other game and Vampire Survivors took the world by storm like overnight. No, you, overnight. You, 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 like I remember when that game was released, like the next right. day everybody was playing it. You're absolutely right. Vampire Survivors, even if it's a concept that existed before, the way they did it, the aesthetic, the fucking music. The pacing of it um, just works, and it's great, and it's addicting. I, I, I want both these games to win at the same time. I don't, I don't really know where to go because they're both fire games. Norco, I hear, is great. Stray, um, you know, it's a very popular game that I don't really care about that much. Tunic, great game that I played a little bit of, um, but I also played that other game. What was that other game, John, that I played like right before that game came out? Death, Death something. Yeah, but, oh, but, but Tunic's just kind of like a ripoff Death of yeah. uh, Link's Awakening. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there, a lot of those games came out like at the same time, so I didn't really get to, to get on that. But uh, Yeah, what do you got, Flask, Greg? What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I, I think Neon White might suffer in this more generalized category because of its writing. This is for debut indie, which is a general category of, like, game good. Um. Do you think Neon White's going to suffer because of its writing? I think so. I think all the visual novel segments are going to drag it down. Man, uh, that's the thing about Neon White. I feel like they really, they found an aesthetic and a vision and they nailed it. This is, I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot. I skipped like pretty much every cutscene in Neon White. As did most people, as I understand. But I feel like they nailed a feeling. It, it was like a very tongue-in-cheek, right. like anime, like over-the-top, like dating simulator, uh, influenced by all these things. But I just don't think anyone, I everyone liked that. I don't think everyone liked that. You know, I, I I agree with you. I think I haven't played the game, but I I don't think I think a lot of people were like, ew. Yeah, you they, know? they might have nailed what they were going for, but what they're going for just sucked. Um, so for me, I, I can't, I, it's funny. The only one of these I actually played any of is Norco of all things. Um, but I don't know that one's just like a, a point and click adventure, not as impressive to me for a debut indie as like, say tunic or vampire survivors based on the number of people that made those games. I would say for me, it's going to be, uh, my prediction is vampire survivors and my preference is tunic just because vampire survivors to me is sort of not impressive technically 
very impressive the way it exploded in popularity, but not impressive technically. Whereas Tunic, I think, is more impressive for how many people made it. One guy, <laughs> one guy with some help, maybe. One guy made Tunic with some I, help. I think so. It says Tunic team, which, but I think all the pre-release marketing was about this one dude who was behind dude, the that's game. That's Finji, bro. Oh, Finji. <laughs> Shit boy. But yeah, so I think. Uh, all right, Greg, yeah. what do you got? Well, uh, I've never really played any of these games. I kind of played Vampire Survivors. I played like a, uh, like a clone of what, a clone of it. So, uh, what I clone was it? Hollow Cure. What was the clone? Yeah, of it was Hollow Cure. <laughs> is that on mobile or is that on a? Is that the oh, hentai yeah, one? Just... No. no, it's not hentai. What the fuck is wrong? With What's you? wrong with you? Come on. Oh, there, there's the a Hollow pop- Live one. There's a popular like that? hentai one, I think. The the game that Vampire Survivors is like a, a, allegedly based off is called Magic Sur- survival? survival. Magic Survival. It's on mobile. Mm. Very similar. Oh, uh, but yeah, both my votes up with for uh, Vampire Survivor. Okay. All right. Vampires will rise. Blair. Next category Blair. is best indie game. It's not the best debut indie. It's the best indie because the best debut was not just new game but also new studio. That being said, right. Tunic is on both of these lists. Uh, for outstanding what? creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system, Call to the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. By the way, my, my other card to play for Vampire Survivors, uh, this is the only category in which it's nominated. The last one was. So I wanted to win. Right. Right. Yeah, I right. agree. I agree. So, as far as uh, best debut indie, or sorry, as far as best indie game, not debut. Right. So this is the not one debut. where... Hmm, I feel like I heard... No. I shouldn't listen to that. I was going to say I heard mixed things about Call of the Lamb, but really I just heard the veto didn't like it, which doesn't mean much of anything. <laughs> no, that, 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 does, that does count, and I'm glad you brought it up, because yes, the reviews were mixed. I did not enjoy it. Some people did mm-hmm. enjoy it. And, uh... That, that, that that's really it. I mean, look if you if you trust me and you trust my opinion on games, this is uh this is not the best. Down. This is not the best indie. Put me down, personal Cult of the Lamb. I just want to say, what are you say, Greg? Cult of the Lamb, personal popular. If he knows that confident, it's not good. It's <laughs> you're going, you're doubling, <laughs> you're doubling down against me right now, dude. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm just saying, ninety eight percent on Steam right now. I'm gonna go uh, personal for Tunic. And popular for Stray. Interesting. The first Stray, Stray vote, I think this... Well, Stray's been nominated time. for like four categories, and this is the first one where I felt like, yeah, I could see it taking this one. With, but yeah, with, it with, needs to win something. But kind of with the mental concession that the other ones, like Tunic, I don't know, it's, it's hard not to double down on Stray, because I want to say Tunic's going to win something else, but... Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, Give me. Go, John. One for Cult of the Lamb, one for Neon White. And I don't care which one which one wins. Yeah, that, that's that's risky. It's going to be the Lamb. This one's too hard for me. I think any of them could win. Like I said, they're all great games. You guys are wild. Last yeah, see, I've played most of these games, though, so like, I know the, like, like, I think Tunic is good, but, like, I don't think like, nah. it didn't stand out to me. It was like a Legend of Zelda game. Like, yeah. That was it. I mean, it was good though. Well, you know, 
I played, yeah, uh, Flask. No, no, I was going to say Flask. Hold on. Vito, you call Flask out. It's your turn. Oh, well, well <laughs> I've played or, or viewed people or our friends watch uh, playing these games. Cold Lamb, are- totally average, whatever. It's, it's a fucking uh, Animal Crossing slash roguelike. Uh, Neon White's going to win one of these categories. I don't know what it is, so I'm putting it as that's my personal for this category, Neon White. It's a fucking awesome game. I really think it's special. It should win one of these categories. I don't know which one. So I'm putting it here. And then my uh, win, my personal... Uh, sorry, my popular vote is going to go to Stray. I know Stray is going to win one of these. It was super popular. People love fucking being a cat for some did reason. Did anyone play Stray? You played Greg Stray. Greg did, I believe, um, right? I mean, besides me. No. no I did I, not. I, I, mean, oh, I watched okay. a lot of videos. I, I, I'm i not, I don't I really know. care I, about being a cat. It looked like a walking simulator as a cat. I was going to say, I, I, I think it was care. a fun game, but I... I don't think it's going to win anything. I mean, it was, it was, I think, it was it, like, I think it's going to win because people love, look, look at the review page for that uh, game. It's just like, uh, because cat, like that's every review. I think people so I enjoyed think, it, but I think they're also, I realistic about how much of a game it was. I don't know. I, it was like, all I saw people talking about on Reddit for like two weeks. I feel like, so that that's the only reason I'm, I feel like it's got to win something because it was, yeah. it was that I could, much. I could Honestly, I, I, I get I what you're saying, though. Seafood. Like, I remember when after you played it and hearing your take on it, I remember feeling I mean, like it had been hyped. But it is sitting at a 97% with 92,000 votes. That's wow. just, or 97%. I say, yeah, that's pretty sick. That's, that's strong. But that's I also played it and was not that impressed. That's strong. That's, that's why I'm going with popular vote for Stride because it's very popular. Sifu, all I know is our fucking friend B-Man played it, and it looked—it actually looked really cool. It looked like a game. Tunic, I played a little bit of it. Uh, like you said, Legend of Zelda. Rip, kind of. Great game. But rip, yeah. Neon White, you, Shrey. You guys have convinced work. me, I think. I think give me the strategic lamb for personal and the, uh, the uh, Stray popular. Mm-hmm. No, I was doing the opposite. I'm trying to tell you don't portray. <laughs> You're welcome for the victory flask and veto. Look, Thanks, I, I think man. Stray's one of those games that that attracts like, like people outside of the gaming realm. You know, exactly. people are like, oh, but, I but, want. But who, but who are the people voting for this? Right, people in the gaming realm. I yeah, don't but know I feel about like that. those. <laughs> I feel like those yeah. people sometimes they're also going to do the thing where like, well, I saw everybody talking about this on Reddit, so it's probably really good. It's possible. Maybe I'm underestimating straight. Well, what do you got next for us, Sean? Very possible. Yeah, next we have Best Ongoing Game, and this is awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Sorry, I need, I need water. Water! Water! Apex Legends, kids. <laughs> Destiny 2. Uh, Final Fantasy 14. Fortnite. And Genshin Impact. This was pisses me off. <laughs> right? Did you get this confused with the other category? Yeah, because I, I or and, mixed, and I want to vote the same thing I voted in the other category. I think the other one I went, I doubled down on Final Fantasy fourteen. I want to do the <laughs> same thing here. Yeah, I'm gonna I double down on fourteen. Do yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm not. I didn't. Destiny two have a like a DLC come out this year. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put at least one point on Destiny 2. 
Greg, you and said... it would be a wasted point. Alright, fuck you, I'm putting both points in <laughs> Destiny 2. Now you've wasted both points, and I will laugh. Uh, I am computer, the king, king remind me to laugh when, uh, best ongoing game, uh, John loses. What did Final Fantasy do this year? What did they do this year? Oh, uh, they, they, they had, do? uh, they had, like, two patches. Oh, great, hey, everyone, they had two patches, everybody. They had two patches that were really good, I, John. Hey, two, two patches. I just saw more and more people list. that I know become subsumed by the Final Fantasy zeitgeist. Like, it was last year, dude. No, th this, right. this year is when... The people we played D&D with and their whole group got into it, and not just them. Like, I, I just... People are still onboarding onto it. It's crazy. That's pretty I'm telling nuts. you guys, it's not too late. Throw your points I have, away. I, I, have almost, I have almost 3,000 hours in that game. Yeah, well, you play World of Warcraft. <laughs> Vito? I don't know fuck about any of these games. Guys. I don't know I'll fuck about shit, son. <laughs> I, I fucking, I'm going to split my vote with no rationale at all between Destiny 2 and Genshin Impact. You could pop a bunch of asterisks next to That's that. That's what I was going to do, but then he challenged me. No, no one He can't back down. Me. Flash, what do we have next? This is the Games for Impact category. For a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. These are A Memoir Blue, As Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Endling, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I Was a Teenage Exocolonist. Uh, well, I just want to comment off. that I happen to notice that, weirdly enough, this is the only category that has six games in it. Yeah, I, yeah, that's strange. Oh yeah, that is weird. There's and so Genshin many Impact is not one of the games. What the fuck is up? What? Why, why are we even voting on this category? I'll help you guys out. It's gonna be a Citizen Sleeper. Has anyone played any of these games? Did they yeah, have played Citizen, played Citizen Sleeper. I love Citizen what Sleeper. Impact, what, what's the impact of Citizen Sleeper? It's got a lot. It's got a lot of pro-social meaning answer. and message. What, you like, cut them off. Are you biased though? Because that's the only one you did play though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's definitely part of it. But also, yeah. I, 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 I mean, yeah, I'm not going to lie and say that I'm not biased because it's the only one I played and I really, really liked it. I will say this. I did, you know, because I voted on the official website I was going through, I did vote for Sin and Sleeper only because I liked its cover art more than the other mm -hmm. ones. Uh, I, I will say this. I, I love Sin and Sleeper. If you had told me that it's voted for a category, this is not one. Like, I would have never been able to guess this is the category I was voted for. But on top of that, I can see why it would be in this category. And I haven't heard anything about these other games that is positive in this way. Um, yeah, I mean, the real answer for what it represents is like uh, the impact it has is like commentary on, you know, uh, corporate slavery and, and immigration and otherism and stuff. Isolation. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. So there's stuff. This stuff, Citizen Sleeper, as a as a just a a gamer interested in good games that I want to play. The only real game that I've heard of is Citizen Sleeper. I'll say that it's cool. Yeah, I haven't not, heard of. Three I don't know that. I'm not 40s. saying I'm voting on that. That's that's yeah, my thing is actually going to be. Uh, I'm not doubling down. I'm my preference. My personal is Citizen Sleeper because that's the one I played and I liked it. But my prediction is somehow as dusk falls, I just feel the Oscar Beatty coming out of that one, especially for like how impactful it probably is supposed to be. 
that's complete yeah. like that's okay. reading okay. the book by its cover completely so don't take anything from that sure who else is going to weigh in i'm going um this is a uh, pure strategy here i'm going memoir blue and hindsight okay anybody else interesting uh i'm going to do citizen sleeper for both I will follow Flask and do as Dust Falls and Citizen Sleeper. No, no reason. I just think Flask is a smart guy. Hey, thanks. I usually lose these. <laughs> yeah, but now you got me on your side. Oh, good, good. So now you're both going to lose. Yeah, you won't lose alone at least. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, not possible, but Thank goodness. I don't think I've ever lost one of these that 15 years we've been doing it. John? Wait, sorry, not John. Greg. No, it's me. Say definitely not me. It's the best performance awarded to an individual for voiceover acting, motion, and or performance capture. Uh, it's Ashley Birch, Charlotte McBurney, uh, Christopher Judge, Man Engage, or Sonny Sujalik. Can you say the games, too? Just for this one, I feel oh, like yeah, it's sure. more relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden West. Charlie McBurney for A Plague Tale, Christopher Judge, God of War, Man Engage, Immortality, and Sonny Suljak, God of War. I'm a blank canvas on this one. Uh, I'm going to do personal for Charlotte McBurney and uh, Christopher Judge as popular. Both of them, Christopher Judge. Man, I, I'm also playing God of, God of War and... <laughs> Sonny's, I mean, Sonny's good. I Look, know what it, you're thinking, Vito. You know, I was, I was going to say, they both, if I, if I was being a real smart man, I'd hedge my bets to say both God of Wars. But if I'm being like, I'm going for it, you got to give it to Kratos. Uh, Look, Sonny is a kid actor. Kid actors are so often just really fucking annoying. Sonny's good, man. He's, he's I, great. I, I he's like great. his character. His character's not annoying. He's a rational character. I, I agree. He doesn't do stupid kid stuff. He's actually... He might even be more rational than uh, Kratos. I agree. But this is also, uh, I mean, everything you said is right, but it's also motion and performance capturing. Mm -hmm. Not that I don't think he does a bad idea in that either. I just think total package. I got to give it to Kratos. And, and, And the way I think about it is like, when I think of like video game characters, memorable video game characters that will stick with me, Kratos is the fucking... He's the fucking dude, man. Um, the dad, he's just cool. definitely. He's cool as fuck. The voice actor is awesome. The things he says, he's so wise. You know, as the god of war, he's smart and he's clever. no wasted words. You know, he's, he's reserved. They don't, they don't yeah. overuse him. Yeah, exactly. No wasted words. You know. Um. So I'm going with uh, Christopher Judge on that, even though I think, I think Sonny's getting. I don't, give me, give me Christopher Judge as a personal vote. And give me Sonny as the popular vote because I feel like maybe uh, a young kid actor. I think he's seventeen years old. Um, you know, I think that that's cool that he, you know, he's a, a new popular character in a video game series and he's a young kid. But I, I, I want Christopher to win. I think he's a good. He's he's killing. It. I'm going double down on on Judge, if only because, um, you know, maybe if there was a best supporting actor, I'd give it to Sonny. And I and I haven't played God of War, so I get like it's not fair to call him a supporting actor. But is he really going to win the best performance category if Kratos is also up to the bat 
and this is the last game in this God of War series. I don't, I don't see it. So it's pretty strategic, but I'm going judge on both. There's one way to look at it. And nobody's voted. Uh, well, I still have Ashley? to go. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing Charlotte McBurney for a Plague Tale as my popular vote. Uh, because I think that she has a good chance uh, after, like, now we've seen two games with her uh, carrying the emotional weight. I think she did a very good job uh, yeah. as Amicia. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, Greg's the only one who's played it, but I think just, like, knowing what the games are about, she's kind of the emotional crux of the entire thing. Um, so I think that might give her an edge. Uh, and also she's, like, a young actress, you know, up and coming. But uh, Man and Gage for Immortality is my personal because you, I can't describe why without spoiling the game, but just suffice to say that she has to perform layers. Uh, her, her, her performance is by nature very layered and subtle. Um, and she, she does a lot of it. And she's also on anything, screen. She makes a really good monster noise. I don't want to spoil noise. anything, but she's the twist of the game. She's, actually she's the main guy. person you're, you're looking at the clips for. She plays the lead actress in all the movies. You know, I didn't okay. even. Uh, fuck, I didn't even, honestly, I like it, it's crazy. I didn't even see that the game was in the like it. It blanked out of my mind <laughs> until you mentioned it, and then it phased back in. Not that I'm going to change my vote, right? I swear don't, it wasn't don't. there until you mentioned it. Don't change it. I brought it in. I'm surprised nobody put uh, Ashley Birch. Uh, Look, uh, she is a fine voice actress, but I don't think anyone thinks that she's at her best as Aloy. I think Aloy as a character is generally regarded as pretty flat and uh, non-emotive. So that that's why I think it's, she's not really uh, remarkable in this particular role. Vito, what do you got for I, us? Oh, I, I for the next category. Yeah, we got to keep moving. We're almost at like two hours. Yeah. Right, you're right. We got best audio design, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. Nominees are Cold Duty Modern Warfare 2, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Forbidden West. I don't know. All right, I'm just going to go quick. <laughs> uh, two points, Gran Turismo. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the same thing, actually. It's like, I mean, uh, cause my, my reasoning is the car game. They got to have good car game. sounds. That's like half good. like the reason you buy it, right? To get realistic yeah. car sounds. Good, like... Yeah, exactly. Uh, Elden Ring, both. What sound? <laughs> what what audio yeah, design in Elden Ching, Ring? What? Ching, ching. Yeah. Uh, the entire uh, map, dog. The entire game. That's an audio design? Yeah. What the hell do you mean? Mm. All right. What does everyone else think? Let's just... Personal uh, Modern Warfare 2 and... and uh, Popular Horizon. Interesting. I have played neither of these games, so. <laughs> I, Andy? Yeah, I'm just. It's hard. Um, I love you know, the, the car argument. It just it really sells me. Uh, <laughs> it exists every Damn, year. Good, good, good job, John. You fucking killed it, dude. Sure, there's a lot of intricate sounds in cars yeah. and stuff. And... Uh, yeah, burn, burn. While I definitely, yeah, but each car can... has its own burn, burn. Well, if exactly. you had asked me, I would definitely say that Elden Ring has good audio direction, design, whatever. 
It is not one of the things I felt like has stuck as uh, why that game is good. If anything, I would say it has like a good score. I wouldn't say it has like impressive. Ah, oh, well, audio design. that's a good point, Vito. So let me go ahead and present the next category: is best score in music. For, oh, wow. What did you vote for? I thought I said I. I went. I, sorry, I, I doubled down on cars. You went oh, okay, full okay. car. Oh, well, you did mention the cars, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I didn't know you were doubling that, down. That's my bad. Uh, best score in music for outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. A Plague Tale, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, or Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Alright, uh, I don't know what a Xenoblade is. I'm playing through God of War Ragnarok right now. I'm sure the score is fine, but it, I, I cannot even think of a, one theme from the game. Are you that, serious? There's a theme in the game that's like legit, like You're like insane. Sick, like are, you playing with the, are you playing with like your TV off? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> are you playing my, yeah, I'm playing with my TV off. All right, I'm going to post it in there, and if you don't recognize this, then I don't even believe you've played the game. Whatever right, it is, it's going, so in the background because I'm just it's smashing. It's not. It's literally there's, in like every important cutscene. All right. Well, it must not be that good. You're um, actually crazy. I'm like, I don't even believe you played the game now. Okay, I want to know what I posted. I posted. It, I posted. It. All right. I will not listen to this. And best score in music. <laughs> where the fuck is Neon White? Neon White has like a forty-song soundtrack created by Machine Girl hmm. originally for this game. That is fucking fire. There's such a vibe. This like um, vaporwave slash uh like industrial uh fucking soundtrack to this game that is so fire it's not one of the nominees i can't believe it it, it should it should sweep this category um other than that fucking metal hell singer i guess a game that i haven't played i know is like it's like a fucking doom it's a rhythm combat game, though, right with, like it's metal music I, yeah so i guess i'm going to pick um metal hell singer as the popular and I'm going to go with Elden Ring as the personal honestly I can't even think of the music in Elden Ring but I know that it's probably pretty fire the score El uh, the fucking Dark Souls games usually have a pretty fire score so whatever this category is lame where's fucking Neon White I don't know <laughs> yeah Greg just click on that click on that video does a Plague Tale right even have yeah. like a good score does it I was gonna say, uh, per personal, I would put Plague Tale because okay. the uh, the audio for that is uh, really, really a good point part of the game. Like when uh, like when the rats show up and all of a sudden just these this crazy uh, violin uh, starts playing, mm. picking up. Very good. I think you got Plague on the mind, Greg. I, I want to go back through and do some statistics, but you might have vote for, voted for Plague Tale every single time it's been uh, every time it shows up, <laughs> dude. I. Be surprised. Uh, and popular, uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring had really good music, too. John, I never heard of this song in my entire life. <laughs> Elden Ring did have good music. Because um, you don't play video games. He's but I'm trying, I'm trying <laughs> to <laughs> mentally balance out like, how good was it? Because I didn't play any of these other games. I, I, I mean, I really liked it. The music. I like music. <laughs> I think for me, it's going to have to... I, I I think Greg has convinced me to try a Plague Tale for a personal. Uh, okay. And then for Dude, prediction... I love that fucking game. 
for prediction, I Here think I'm going to go the outlier Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I haven't heard a lick of music from that that bad boy, but I can imagine it having like an orchestral kind of grand score because you're running around having Chronicles, you know, and it's like a JRPG. It's the one JRPG on this list. I mean, unless you count Elden Ring, but that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, so I imagine to... it having a, a grand score. I'm going to, you convinced me. I'm going to go Elden Ring and Xenoblade. All right, but like Hellsinger is either there because it's no duh supposed to win or because they felt really bad for it. <laughs> right? I it's, mean, it's a it's, game about music. Yes, it is a rhythm game with music specifically made for it, I believe, but it's also all metal, which I think may be a detriment to its popularity in voting. Um, I know people love like the Doom soundtrack, but I, I I don't know. I I feel like there's a limit, I guess, to like its wide appeal, broad appeal. Maybe I'm completely hey, in wrong. For Could a be. penny, in for a pound. I'm gonna say two points. Metal Hell Singer. It is the only music-based entry on here. That's what Nominee. my thinking is. Where's Neon White? <laughs> Joan. What do we got next? Next, we have best art direction. Ring a ding ding for outstanding. Creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Featuring Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon, Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Double Scorn. This is Scorn's category uh, for me. Dude, I'm with you. I'm uh, going I'm in. Gonna go dude, hit me up with the Double Scorn. Are we all going Double Scorn? I want it. Is there anybody who's not? I'll Double Scorn as Everybody's well. Everybody's going Double Scorn. Because I love how that game looks. One, I want it. Two, it's the most unique looking game on here. Absolutely, I, I like. I, I think Elden Ring in a, in a world could also take. Uh, I think. I think. Art direction. I think Horizon could too. It's got these crazy different environments, but like, Horn mm-hmm. really has just like a theme. It knows what it's doing and it does it like to the best. You I mean, you played Stray. Maybe, 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 maybe Stray could take it. Like I could see that too. Like I said, I don't, it's I don't a think cat it's totally, yeah, and cyberpunk like in a cyberpunk world. I only scorn the shoe in, but it's the one I want, and I. I do think it is. If Scorn had anything, it was art direction. Yes. I I enjoyed (laughs) the game as a whole. That's like the only thing it it really, really had. And it was fucking great. And I'm playing through God of War. God of War, it's it's nothing new as far as art direction, in my opinion. Elden Ring has fantastic art direction. It really does. But it's also nothing incredibly original. Scorn is is really... I haven't really played a game like that that really... Was that beautiful and gross? Uh, at Grotesque. Yep. All right. Um, me flash. next, right? Yes. Me saying the nominees for best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. We got A Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. Uh, I I got you all. I'm, you got us? Yeah, I'm doubling down. That's mm. right, John. On the Ragnarok. Oh, he's uh, doubling. You know, I really wanted to. I'm a rag. 
Immortality's kind of throwing me off, but if Flash doesn't think it's going to win, I won't vote for it either. Do you want to wait for Flash to vote and then change your vote? Wow. No, I would never do that. <laughs> he said well, I, thought, went, I thought he would. I wouldn't do that either. You're right. <laughs> that being said, I haven't voted yet, though, so you know. Right, right. Well, I'll, I'll help you out a little bit. Uh, I would say my, my popular prediction is Ragnarok, but my preference, my personal, is definitely Immortality. It didn't uh, help at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you really don't, you yeah, really don't sure. believe in God of War, John? I do. Two points, God of War. You're right. <laughs> I just don't know the power of immortality. <laughs> the thing is, I just know immortality is one of those artsy games. Yeah, it was like you it's know. literally a narrative game. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It totally is. But God of War story is so sick, and it like closes up this like fucking oh, eight my. game, like you know, massive. Uh, Saga. Remember that one year that uh, The Walking Dead season one won it all? It happens sometimes. Hmm. It happens sometimes. Greg, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to double up right. on uh, Plague Tale again. I can see, oh. see it. Plague Tale. I, people like that game. I That's genuinely, uh, dude, I really right. like that game a lot. Right. Do you I think, think the, a lot of people thought that that was a narrative game, and it's not apparently. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I mean, not a walking simulator. Right, I mean. right, right. Yeah, that's what everyone thinks they are walking or walking simulators, and, and then you start, maybe. then you start throwing rocks at people's head and killing them, and you're like, oh. Well, I was going to ask, what do you think is more vital to that game? Uh, the the narrative, the story, the characters, mm. or the combat, the gameplay, the rats, etc. Yeah. Oh, the narrative. Okay. I like the narrative, the narrative a strongest. lot. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go person. Uh, I'm gonna go personal God of War, but my popular is Plague Tale. Um, God of War's got yeah, God of War's got a really great story, man. A lot of great themes, you know, being a parent and being a, a son or daughter and uh, fate. Can you can you can you change fate? You know. Um, Plague Tale is all about uh, being an older (laughs) sibling and taking care of your younger sibling and, you know, go literally being against the world for your sibling. Greg. I guess that's okay, too. Hey. What do you got? I've got more than that going on. The best game direction? Yeah, that's what I got. It's awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Can you guess what's on here? Because it's literally the same game. It's the same no. games. Elden no. Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. No. Oh, see, actually, there's one game missing from the last list. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Plague Tale should be in now, here. That's this is I'm... where the pound really hits the pudding, so they say. This is it. Uh, that's a made-up expression. <laughs> this is where that happens. No, no, because no, no, no. <laughs> whatever you choose for game direction, that's not going to win game of the year. Yeah, right, absolutely yeah. not. Now we're. Uh, I'm going to go crazy. Put me down for Stray. I'm doubling up on Stray. I'm doubling up on Stray as well, Greg. <laughs> oh my god. You guys think that Stray is gonna win this and then either Elden Ring or God of War or God of War is gonna win game of the year. Obviously. Awarded for awarded for outstanding 
creative vision. I know, but I know people like cats. Creative vision. You could be a cat. People fucking love that. Game direction. The first game where you could play as a cat. That is like wow. A vision. A creative vision that you haven't seen in another game. See everybody. Wait, John. I think that's the winner. When he beat this game, he started meowing at the end of every sentence. Exactly. Yeah, he was fucking scratching at the post, bro. You guys got toxoplasmosis or whatever. Anybody else want to double down on Stray, or are we going to have some real talk? Uh, well, I mean, first of all, Vito did, he swayed me 3%. He strayed you? When he said creative vision, because it doesn't create a vision. I said that. I, I said Greg did. Uh, but Vito said it better. And then, But Immortality oh, has, um, you know, innovative design. You know, it's a very unique kind of game. Yeah, but nobody played that game, though. <laughs> Got him. Andy, what do you think? What are you, what are you feeling here? Man? I'm this really junk. I don't know. I'm. I feel like you could just split the difference on this one and the next one to be safe. But I feel like so yeah, many points on this, Greg. I feel like Horizon yeah. Forbidden West is not really in the run. What's creative about it? Whoa, robot dinosaurs! Whoa, crazy, dude! Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not in the running. <laughs> God of War, Ragnarok. Great, Whoa, old, great game. Old sad man it's, with an axe. Cool, not, dude. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's not any different from the first game, a God of War, in, uh, two years ago, whatever the fuck, three years ago. And so that's not going to win. And Elden Ring. Elden Ring oh, thing, though, oh wait, we never played a Ubisoft game before where there's fucking great Dark Souls 38. Admit, so you're saying you admit here live that it's Elden Ring is just another Ubisoft game? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, right, no, no. Hang no, on. Vito, no. you know, you've already voted. Keep your mouth shut. No, no, no! I want to hear. I want to hear the. Why, I want to. I want to hear I'm, if you got any thoughts. All right, I'm gonna do a slightly. I'm gonna double down on immortality. I'm gonna go with my the bar god. Bit. Oh my god! The absolute fucking madman. Shots are just being. I don't like all that, over the place. You're the only one that played that game. That's insider <laughs> knowledge. I'm the only one who played Stray. I'm a, I keep telling you guys stop. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Flask convinced me. I'm splitting. I'm sorry, John, but I'm splitting between the ring. Stumbling up on Forbidden West. Like I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but as much as I hated their memeing, Flask and Greg's meaning, memeing did carry a little grain of truth. Why are you? Why are you? Why are you not including me? <laughs> <laughs> no, you said you said stray in immortality. I literally, no, I just fucking. I said Elden Ring in immortality. Uh, oh, okay, all right. All right. Now, here, here's the thing: like innovative and in game direction design. I'm not saying God of War isn't a really good game, but from what I heard, it's more of the same uh, in a good way. Like people like that. So innovation, creative vision, maybe, but I think Elden Ring checks both of those boxes. And from what I hear, so does Elden Ring as well, or so does Immortality as well. Yeah, I think half of them are doing the most innovative stuff. Not going to win Game of the Year. Is that what you're saying? I'm thinking. I think it probably will win Game of the Year, but Ragnarok's definitely winning Best Narrative. All right, since we got to throw a vote, Don, I'll vote one for Elden Ring, and one for Immortality. Nice. Oh, he did it. These are these are terrible votes. Vito, please take us home. <laughs> yeah, all right. Two, two for Stray. All right, bud. That's going to really suck. We're all <laughs> wrong. Two for, two it for is, a uh, Forbidden West. 
These are horrible votes. I'm taking us home. You're taking us home. You're taking us home. Game of the year, everybody. This is why this is why you tuned in. The big one. Oh, this one also game bomb. This is what you skipped recognizing ahead to. recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Everyone. We've got a Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West. Stray and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. All right, hey, first question I have. Stray, guys. First question I have. Were there like ten games that came out this year? Like, how many times have I seen these same titles pop everywhere else? It, yeah. These same games took like yeah, like four of the categories. There were ten triple A's, and all the rest were indies made by one or two people. <laughs> all right, well, well, okay. Before we get into this category, does anybody have a game that didn't pop up in these? What that wasn't one of these that wasn't included? Can anybody think of anything? Oh, like I, one that we played this year that we thought should have definitely been that. On that should list be somewhere. in this. Should be in this category. It's not That's the a good winner, question. but should be. Oh, should be in that this is category. a very fun question. Wait one second. Breakers I would have liked to see in one of those oh, lists breakers, yeah. somewhere. All right, but not in Game of the Year. No, though. not Game of the Year, but I mean like in any of these things, if we're talking about that. Uh, Citizen Sleeper, I would have I, I would have liked to see more represented because it was only in the fake category. Um, <laughs> and I haven't played much of it yet, but Pentiment would have been cool to see. If uh, Pentiment had come out earlier, it definitely would have been on this somewhere that's what I was these thinking. awards. Uh, are we talking specifically game of the year or just on these lists in general? Lists in general. I mean, you could, you could, yeah, you could go right. on. To uh, the, Stanley whatever. Parable 2 should have sewed up somewhere. That was, that was this year, right? But this year, I oh, actually don't remember. Was it? Was it called uh, Stanley Parable 2? I thought it was just an deluxe edition. Stanley Parable, something about deluxe. Right, it's definitely Stanley Parable 2. Uh, do they do um early access games? They no, might not right? this year. They, they seem to, they seem to do that. Uh, V Rising. That was a, uh, a game that should have been, been a, up. Yeah, I could see that. I think that was a, it could have been in the multiplayer category. I feel like that was a flash in the pan type thing, right? Like it was, it was just barely there. Right, people played it for like two weeks, and then I did not hear anything about it for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think basically just people are waiting for updates uh, for it. I mean, similarly to uh, Pentiment, I think if Signalis had come out a little bit earlier, it probably would have ended up on one of the indie categories. I yeah, think that's the the, the amount of that. buzz I saw for that one. Which is so weird to me that like Dune ended up on the list. Um, Dune Spice Wars. This is kind of an outside pick, but uh, it would have been cool to see played up somewhere. I thought that game was was actually really special and it was a lot mm. of fun. Huh? Yeah, maybe yeah, like family game games. somehow, or part with there's like a party game cat. Although that's very you know. Kind of yeah, I, something along those lines. Either family party, something like that would have worked. Yeah, I don't I don't I can't add anything. I think I think uh these are good picks. What do what do we think? Game of the year. I'm doubling up on Elden Ring. Yeah, I I was a little afraid to be the first one to say it. I'm doubling <laughs> up on Elden Ring. Even That's though I haven't played God of choice. War, I think Elden Ring was just too huge. Even for, though it came out a while back, for how insanely hyped it was, and then it was all anybody talked about delivered on the hype for like two months. Mm, not really, you know, delivered uh, and more, yeah. And there, for sure, there's there's yeah, valid criticisms of the yeah. game. 
And you sometimes see... Yes. Grow up, dude. There's valid criticisms of the game. You definitely sometimes see people going like, hey, remember that this didn't wasn't great in Elden Ring? Um, and whenever I see that, I never disagree. Like It's not a perfect game by any means, but just for how good it is and how good it felt even after the hundred some hours to boot it up and play for another 30 or 40 hours on my second run earlier this year, like a month or two ago. Um, yeah. I'm going for Elden Ring. It was Souls, which everyone already loved, plus all of the hype was actually delivered on, even yeah, in flawed form in some places. Especially yeah. in, and especially in a time where I feel like there's been a lot of games that have immense hype and they fall flat. Yeah. This game really delivered. Uh, I'm, I'm going, I was also going to go double, double Elden Ring. I want to make Elden Ring my popular, but my personal... I'm doing Plague Tale, because I love that. That's my game. That's honorable, with. Greg. That's honorable. Well, I love that game. You, you got to know that Plague Tale's not going to win. I got the but that, Well, yeah, but... I'm impressed with that. I'm, I'm, really, I'm, I'm saying I admire, yeah. I, I genuinely think, like, if anything, that game should get a, uh, a an honorable mention. I mean, the well, fact they got John. nominated is pretty interesting. No, I'm playing to win, so two on Elden Ring. <laughs> Dishonor. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, I can. I think God of War's a better game. I don't should he be allowed that. to do that vote? I don't even think he should. I don't be think. Allowed I, honestly, do I don't think it should be either. I, I don't think Elden Ring's great. I don't think it deserves Game of the Year to be honest. But uh, well, actually, that's not true. I do because you can't deny that. I, I don't want to say culturally, but in the gaming culture, there wasn't a game that made anywhere near as big of an impact here as Elden Ring. Like God of War was great, but like you don't see memes about it. You don't see. You know, uh, you know this and that, and uh, Elden Ring just all encompassing. You know. Well, we don't see the God of War memes yet, man. That's true, but I mean, you just have so much with Elden Ring, like uh, what? Let me solo uh, it for you, or whatever the person is that was fighting like the Let bosses naked, her, yeah. and yeah, you know, mods and stuff like that. It's just, I mean, you know, it's a smaller brain game, so it's just going to reach a lot more people. Oh man, I, I do. I, I do appreciate a game of the year. Now it doesn't matter because we all voted for it. Unless Greg yeah. gets Plague Tale, that would be hilarious. Imagine that'd that be really be funny. Fucking hysterical. But it's, <laughs> not, it's really just not. Uh... Well, the Plague Tale ending up on um, on the game of the year list, which I think is impressive and interesting, reminded me of something. I just want to say real quick before we like you know close out the podcast. There was no point in us voting on content creator, content creator category, but I think it's cool that they gave a nod to um, Nibelian now that he's retired because he, he did give yeah, good he was, news. He was for very years. good with news. Yeah, so yeah. I, I hope he wins that just for all the the news he gave us over the years. Oh yeah, um, now that he's finished with his career. I didn't even realize that guy. he. I didn't realize that he was done, but I, I do recognize that name now that you remind me. He was always he, he was always posting shit on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, he was. Al- yeah, yeah, he's one of my. Uh, no, he just stopped. He decided to stop because of the Twitter controversy, and then his Patreon kind of didn't, go, it wasn't successful, and it just seemed like the time for him to, to stop doing what he was doing to him. Wait, really quick, uh, explain the story of Elden Ring to me. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, uh, we're. Go ahead, oh, Andy. Is it one? Oh, I, 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 I can do it. I was waiting. I, I, I was waiting on. What? I'll go. I can go. Yeah, no, go, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. 
Well, for, uh, first uh, off, before anybody explains the story, it's not best story category. It's game. I'm just saying that's part, but that's an all around experience, right? That's an experience yeah. across all creative and technical fields. I'm just saying uh, if, you, uh, if you have a good uh, gameplay, which I'd even make the argument against, and you have a non-existent doo-doo George R.R. R. Martin story. John? I mean, what, what's your game? Right, George R.R. R. Martin wrote lore for this Who's game. George R. R. Martin? You friggin' All right, so John. Uh, take it back first. Uh, Please basically, <laughs> the, 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 the story of Elden Ring is that the lands between were blessed by the greater will, uh, a type of unknowable god obsessed with order over chaos. He sent down the Elden Ring, a magical object that changed the lands between according to its whims. That's the story. So what's that mean? How did you get there? How does the world fall? Like, what? I, I, uh, I like that you read that off of the Wikipedia page, first of all. No, I uh, read it <laughs> off the front page of Google. I'm all right, saying, come on. You know, just Elden Ring really, yeah. you know, I know it's going to yeah. win Game of the Year, but it doesn't really deserve it. It, it does have a story. I mean, you're, you're coming to this world where, like, basically death is all weird because gods have run amok and have stolen the light from the world. And you're starting as literally just a fucking wretch. And you work all your way up to killing the god of the world. You know, and there, there's a lot of details there about gods warring between each other. Call and their me people. a hater. Don't call me a hater. It sounds like every other Dark Souls game ever made. It, it's a world. So all the, the, the point is all of the stories that are contained within the overarching goal. The overarching goal is what Andy just said, but like there's all sorts of little character yeah. lines to follow and um it's the stories you make along the way it's like a it's like a one piece adventure john no don't john, do, greg john greg, do not compare it to one piece one piece has stories and characters that get developed this has uh what, right. patches all right memes also, this also it has like Elden ring absolutely has characters that that's that's like yes. one of its strengths it, it has great npc characters that develop throughout your entire like 100 plus hour adventure I mean, it's not like Red Dead quality John, where you're seeing them every 10 minutes interacting with them at the camp or anything. Don't get me wrong, but like... Right, you just see them magically appear in different think areas. Think about Luffy going to the, uh, the Elden Dude, Ring it's, land. it's a vibe, man. I mean, look, this is this is the only game... There ha This spawned a genre of games like within the last decade. I can't even think of a new genre of games that's popped up in the last decade, but Souls-like games... All right, that's it, not... like a, that's, that's, hi that's hyperbolic, I agree, but... But that, I do agree hyperbolic? that it did spawn a genre. I know it did spawn a genre, but I mean, in the last decade, I can name several yeah, same. genres that got like spawned. Battle Royale, just... Vampire Survivors. Gotchas. Gotchas, yeah. Uh, games as a service type games. All right, well, good good genres of games. I mean, I guess uh, well, that, that people all right, well, then definitely not. <laughs> I think John's engaging just, with I'm us just, as I'm a just bad thing. You can cut the, any of this out. I'm just, I'm just trying to make no, some leave content it all, here. No, you're good. You're good. I, I stand by every word that I funny. I want our audience to bury John. John, you know it's funny though. Like you do have a point. Like this, I guarantee you that we had this exact same argument with you ten years ago, after Dark Souls came out, <laughs> and you tried it and didn't like it. And we're trying to tell you like it's not like a game where like. You go to cut. You get cutscenes, and people tell you stuff. It's like a vibe. Like you got to live in it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a boring world to live in, though. You know, it's a lonely. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's not boring. I, I, well, I mean, I think I, I think I know your, your. So your personal vote is what God? I mean, 
I know you're you doubled down on Elden Ring, but but in your soul, it's what God of War Ragnarok. Sure, yeah. And and is it that you really feel like that is the game of the year, or you just think it beats out these choices, or you think it was a lame year and that wins? What what, what how are you feeling? I think it's about, total package. I think it, it I think it beats package. out these choices. I think that it does have the gameplay, and I think it also does have and. I, all right, and this is completely preference because you're right. I am being a little, little over drastic saying the Elden Ring and the Dark Souls games don't have stories because they do, but you have to actively look for them, yeah, or want to engage in them. And that it's a style, it seems like work or like something that I'm gonna like, <laughs> I'm gonna miss and have to redo multiple times. You know what I mean? As a God of War is like a traditional, like, here's a story. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to get to the middle and the end, and, you know, there's resolutions yeah. to everything. Like, so there are two different things, and it's just my preference. I mean, I a just, lot of people I think one is much better than the other. Enjoy that, though, that style. Cause, like, the, it's the, another, a different way to say it, kind of the opposite side of the coin, is the more you invest into the game as a player, the more rewarding it is to learn the lore and learn the stories and experience those things that it's not just fed to you. And that is, you know, that's a choice. That's a style. But a lot of people I agree. But I think also it's like, I don't know, almost too far in the other side where it's like, while you are looking for these things, it's a lot of times it's not flat out telling you answers. Like you have to infer things and you're kind of just making up your own lore to fit in there. Like, oh, this makes sense. And everyone agrees with me. This (laughs) makes sense. But like the game didn't actually tell you that. That's true to some extent. And I, I think the, people, and some people really like that. They're like, you know, I'm putting my own input in this game, but like, yeah. I want like a, a story. You know I, mean, I mean, that's like, basically no, what you said. Totally basically, the two different schools of thought. I think yeah. of Miyazaki's directing style. The reason he created this series in the first place is because he used to fill in the uh, the English books that he didn't have full comprehension of with his own like details and conclusions. So that's um, literally what what he tried to communicate to players over all these years with the Souls franchise. I'm not trying to convince you any different, John. It's all taste, like you said, and you know we, we we're moving about a little bit. But also, I think just one thing that you could relate to that um, the story, the reason, one of the things that serves a story for sure. I'll post a cutscene, and you don't gotta watch it right now. But the fact that not everything is told for you makes cutscenes like what I just posted, which are also like visually impressive, like. For me, at least, the first time I saw this cutscene, it was like actually breathtaking, like disappointing or distracting to the point where, like, I think I died pretty quickly on the oncoming boss. Like, those, like, so much, like, wow, that's cool. Like, it, it kind of get like it has a very consistent style and themes, but it also is just, I don't know. You get a genuine sense of like mystery and wonder when shit happens sometimes because you don't have all the pieces, and the game's not structured where it expects you to know all the pieces either you know what i mean so you, you you miss stuff but you don't get to the point where like you feel like you're more lost than any other player and that the developers know yeah, that well, you know what i mean yeah well i think two things i'm watching this cuts you know i, I think that, and i like i said it all comes down to taste one thing is like there's and maybe maybe there are in the the deep lore but like you know, when i'm watching something like elden ring the and like you said, you don't know what to expect, partly because I feel like there's no like hard established rules in that world, right? Like literally 
anything could happen and I just have to accept it because like, oh, that's just happens in this world, you know? As opposed to when I'm playing something in like God of War where like, I, I don't know, I almost like I know like, oh, that's Thor. Like, or, or not even that Thor, like, you know, that Thor can do like, oh, these are like Norse people. Like, I don't know. I guess I just have a context where like... No, I think that's you know, a totally story is fair way to look at it. I think the only thing I would add to that is that maybe a better way to look at the Elden Ring story um, isn't that there are no rules, but rather that it just may feel like there are no rules um, because... Because you don't have the, a complete picture. Because the rules are hidden from you. Like, on purpose, yeah. they don't want you to know the rules unless you do all the super nerd shit, like reading the item descriptions and everything. And then, like, that scene I just showed you, where, like, you just see something pop out of this lady, and, like, it's all crazy. You know, you read the lore, and you find out, like, okay, that was her daughter. Her daughter was using this spe special type of magic to disguise herself, and then her daughter is, like, protecting her because she's important to, like, you know, stay in this stasis. Like, there's, there, there is... There are rules. It's just, it's only, like, the gamer that really wants to dig into the story that's ever going to find him out. So, like, it's like right. talking about Twin Peaks in a way. Like, I am content to just experience the vibe knowing that there's something there that I may not fully understand, but that there's an intentionality to it. You know what I mean? And again, I'm not trying to convince you. Yeah. We're, like, we're, we're ultimately just comparing tastes, just to uh, yeah, add yeah, a little yeah. bit of context. Yeah, and I, I think lastly, though, uh, I, I mean, I have played, you know, the not just the 2018 God of War, but, you know, I played the original three, and, and I've even watched, you know, the cutscenes, I never had a PSP, but, you know, I watched cutscenes for the PSP game, so I guess when I'm thinking about this story specifically, I guess I am, in a way, considering, you know, the stories of the past, you know, five games, too, so that, it's culmination. I guess, yeah, it's culmination, I guess, oh, so I man. guess I'm weighing that into why I think, like, and I guess that's unfair. It's why I think like the story is quote unquote just better. You know what I mean? Because it has had just like huge. I don't even know now. Like fifteen year build up since two thousand five. So yeah, even more. And you know, yeah, even though these games right. are reboots, you know, they are. It's not like the the previous games don't exist. You know, they they talk about them all the time. And they weave into the story and whatnot. You know, right? Yeah. I won't be upset if either of these games win. Um, sure, but I definitely think Elden Ring. Like I said, Elden Ring <clears throat> made the far bigger impact. You can't can't argue that. If God of War wins, no one will get any points. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I think a big factor too is like the you know how these games are available. Ragnarok's only on the fucking PS4 and five. That's Elden true. Ring's on the PC as well. You know, so right. Um, that's why, you know, my popular vote definitely goes to Elden Ring as well. A lot of, a lot of underrepresentation from Nintendo this year, right? Like Kirby in one category. Oh, yeah. Put Kirby. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Xbox, haha, <laughs> you know, whatever. But Nintendo, not a lot of Mario plus rabbits no. was another one, but like, yeah. I don't think it's the same audience. Yeah. Like. <laughs> People who are interested in the game awards versus people who enjoy Nintendo games. Not to say that those games are not good. Obviously, they are, but just like, I mean, they tried giving Xenoblade some. Oh, was that a Switch? I guess that was. Yeah. It's uh, what, 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 cate what category is Xenoblade? Oh yeah, in? Nintendo. Sure enough. I mean, I just probably didn't think like about RPG that. or role playing. It's a JRPG. Yeah, turn based. We went RPG, playing. but I no, I it's think gonna win something. Just one RPG, right? I guess. 
Looks like you guys had it as best score. That was like the only thing we voted it on. Hell no, I want it's gotta, it's gotta win something. Game. It was nominated for a bunch of things. Let's uh, let's start Surely. winding down here in a moment. Well, yeah, let's wind it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how can we how can we wind this down? Um, this is only part one of a greater pod, so it doesn't even need to. Really well, to the audience, it'll be a scant few few moments before they hear all the results of the game exactly. awards. And the result, the King of Keeley. This could be a really long pause. I'm sorry, one second. I'm getting a phone call. Um, okay, yeah. At three thirty in the morning. Was it yeah. Jeff? No, we're yeah, we're we're recording now. We're just about wrapped. Jeffrey, wait, you're going live? What, Jeff? Oh, guys, we got to go. Je- Jeff needs us. He's calling it early, uh, huh? Yeah, he's calling it early. That's gonna be surprised right, to right, some right, folks. Hey, oh wait, I, I, I see the text. I see the text. Hey, listeners, we're not we're not Fido allowed to have our, we're not allowed to have our phones and mics when we're around Jeff. It's just kind of a thing. Uh, but we'll be back soon to uh, give our breakdown on um, who won King of Keeley, probably most importantly. But also, we'll talk about whatever was announced or released. Uh, sorry, whatever was announced, shown, etc. During the game awards. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of out of breath. I, I, I'm just gathering all my stuff right now. You guys good? Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 why does Jeff keep winking at me? He's like winking at me. Like he's. Like, oh shit! We got to did something. Right, right. We really got to go. We really got to go. He's winking at Vito specifically from <laughs> the stream. Bye, guys. Hey, hey, goodbye, listeners. We'll be back. Yo, welcome back, everybody. I'm extremely excited to be here with the real journalists saving the video game industry. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh John, Flash, Greg, myself, and our guest video game correspondent Vito. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Hey guys, good to be here. Special correspondent. <laughs> Special correspondent Vito. Uh yeah, we just got back to the game awards. Uh got a lot of thoughts. We're gonna run down the list of winners, unfortunately. Did you all and, see uh, me on stage? I did. <laughs> yeah. Is that you uh, at the end? A strange bit. Yeah, but, uh, they uh, they took they took me away, but I told you guys I'd do it. When Kratos uh, and his son beat did. the piss on you backstage. You so, yeah, they, I, they kicked my ass. I'm sure everybody's read the news. Um, just so you guys know, just to be up front, I can't really talk about the current legal action going on other than saying uh, that I can confirm that Keeley has filed suit against me personally. Uh, that, that's about all I can say. Oh, right. Wait for what? Oh, well, I, you well, watched it, right? Greg's the guy in stage for my bit. Well, that's why we have a legal team, baby. Oh, and that's why. Okay, Andy got it because he's yeah, he's, he's a legal guy. He's a legal guy. Okay, he's representing. Okay, all right, I'm up to speed. I'm up to speed. Yeah, well, that, that's why I have it on stage. There's a lot going on. You know, better. Kaylee and I were slamming fifths in the back and. Well, uh, like I said, I can't really talk about it. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe it'll become clear as we as we go on. Yeah, all right, sure, we'll see. Cool. I, I doubt uh, it, but we'll see. Uh, needless to say, Jeff Keeley is a fucking rat. Uh, starting I, with innovation, I disavow, I disavow that. <laughs> I also disavow that. I think Jeff Keeley is a national treasure. Starting with he innovation is and accessibility, the of gaming champion. The winner was. Wait, hang on. Fuck. I don't have wow, the right spreadsheet up. I don't have the right spreadsheet up. I have the 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 the, the, the other spreadsheet. You get the results spreadsheet. You don't up. know all. See, this is why you weren't. Uh, 
you don't know all the winners. It's uh, very, very uh, well, worrying. Go ahead, throw them at me. I'll well, guess who got last? Yeah, I, I heard what you said on your tongue. Just see, the game was fucking rigged, and we're going to get into that <laughs> later on. And that's why I didn't punch Jeff Keighley, but he thinks I did. All right, going on. Uh, the winner of Innovation Accessibility was Ragnarok. Um, most of us got... Actually, everybody got at least one point, and then Greg and Vito scored big on that. And I would just like everyone to say thank you, because you only voted for Ragnarok because of me. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. So thank you. No problem. I'm not, I'm I'll not be thanking anybody. Thanks I'll for giving it away, loser. I got, I got some thank yous to hand out, Flask. I got some thank yous to hand out. Don't worry. I know, I know. I be, we're being fair here on the Broken Campfire. Fucking bullshit. Everybody, uh, yeah, everybody got one point in there, except for... Uh, no, everybody got one. Greg and Vito. Oh, yeah, two. okay. Best oh, Adaptation went to Arcane League of Legends. Oh, yeah, baby. I won big on that one. That actually surprised me a little bit. Me, this one was... Me and Greg were no be. pointers. Everybody else got points on it. This, yeah, this one was... I thought it was going to be close. I mean, Arcane was... I mean, it was huge when it came out, but it came out in the beginning of the year, so I think, you know, a lot of people let the hype die down. But Cyberpunk was also thought, pretty yeah. big when it came out, so I, I really did think it could go either way, which is why it I was a one toss one. I was worried in the pre-show when uh, Vito delivered a really good point that his girlfriend, who didn't care about League of Legends, didn't know anything about it, liked and enjoyed the show. I should have listened <laughs> to that more. Because, like, I've heard great things about Cyberpunk, but I haven't heard anything about it from, like, non-video game people. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, and I guess I haven't seen it, but I feel like you could get into Cyberpunk without liking video games. Yeah, I'm sure you could, but, I mean, it's got the video game barrier for one, and it's got the anime barrier for two, so... It's got the anime barrier, but I mean, it's like a tabletop, like, and it's like if they made, like, the Warhammer show, like, calling it, like, a video game show, you know, it's like, yeah, it's got video games, but, I don't know, it's so much more than that, you know what I mean? No, I, I, I totally feel you, I'm just, I'm thinking of the normie audience, you know. That's not true, that, that's true, that's true. Not that Vito's girlfriend is a normie, but... Mm. She I, didn't. I don't, I don't know her personally, so. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm not saying she is or is not. You know. By the way, I finished Arcane since we did that first uh, prediction pod. I just I was reminded about it, so I went back and finished it, and it it is good. And yeah, that art style is amazing. Even though it's 3D, I prefer 2D, but that 3D art style is really good looking. Right. Did you see Cyberpunk? No, no, not yet. Me neither. I just wanted you to compare the most anticipated game was of course zelda 2 i have no idea what the fuck Vito was I thinking think this one doubling is where the down drink started to hit Vito. maybe <laughs> yeah. i'll be honest i don't e i don't even know what zelda 2 is i don't know i don't play the zelda kingdom. game uh i just figured yeah, hogwarts it, it is shows. like are you on our gaming podcast people like harry potter don't know like, like really, the biggest really big. anticipated game of an entire council all right but harry potter is a film like it's, it's a book actually they're books first. yeah don't they hate the author uh, of the okay, book though is it like she thing, you know, but that's working, right that's working against you right it's a film and book ip not not all traditionally those games are trash yeah but uh, this one looks fire this one does look pretty fire and i'm i'm hyped for it but are people going to be more hyped than like classic ass video games like Zoldar? Two? I don't like the Zoldar games. I don't play them, but I recognize that people want them. 
Zoldar is also only on one console. Like, but Hogwarts it sells is that to, like, console, every... dude. That's why people buy that console. Well, yeah. That's literally why I, the first one is no, why that's I fine. bought the console. I was in Switch. my blind spot. Honestly, I didn't even know there was a fucking Zelda 2. And you got Starfield. I would even put Starfield above Hogwarts. No, well, Starfield that, yeah. released that really disappointing gameplay trailer. I, uh, I think... I don't think most I, people <laughs> took that as... I mean, I, I know what you're saying. We definitely talked shit about it. I don't think most people saw it as disappointing. Right, exactly that. I think people are hype as fuck for that game. Apparently not. Best multiplayer game this well, not year as was... Zoldar. Well, I guess that one was... My vote was... That was a wart on my legacy, you might say. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're such a hog, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're such a hog. All right, that's, that's a little too far. <laughs> right, sorry. Best sorry. multiplayer game this year was apparently Splatoon 3. But it's weird because nobody in my Discord full of video gamers <laughs> who like to play multiplayer games either played it or told me about it. No, that's a uh, a furry game. We're not allowed to play that. Oh, it's a furry game? What the? F- yeah, the furry God. community. Uh, I mean, they are squid kids. Is you got ingrained in that game for like cephalopod furries? Probably. Uh, I don't Squishers. know. I'll, I'll, uh, maybe a squish, a squish. <laughs> <laughs> I know you they're telling it? me that Keely is not a fucking rat. Really thought it was going to be Modern Warfare 2. I think I, I don't know. Maybe we were just brainwashed by Kurt. Yeah, I don't even know why I put that there. Yeah. So. No, 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 I still feel strong. I still would have voted that. I don't think I would have changed uh, that vote. I don't, I don't have the list of nominees in front of me. I just have what we guessed. I'm glad I kept my personal as Splatoon. I would have never guessed Splatoon. You know, Call of Duty, I think I would have only defaulted to if there wasn't anything else that really popped out at me. So I respect, for example, Flask. Split his votes on multiverses, but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Anything Nintendo is like in my blind spot. I just kind of pretend that that doesn't exist. You pretendo? Yeah. <laughs> wow, and you uh, lost because of it, didn't you? Uh, yeah, it's my 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 own failing. The best sport slash racing game this year was Gran Turismo 7, which wasn't a surprise to most of us, though Greg doubled down on Ollie World and Flash split his between Ollie World and F1.2. It's nice to believe. Uh, and, and let me let me say, like we said, it wasn't a surprise to most of us, but it's not like any of us have any fucking idea. Why would you go on. for right. a unique skateboarding game and just go for a generic car game? Uh, Three hundred eighty. Grand Turismo is like uh, like a first, isn't it like a first party like Xbox game, or they're always shoving yeah. it down your fucking. Throat. Yeah, it's because people know. No, that's of Forza. It, that it was, Sorry, that's Forza. Right? They won this category. Exactly, well, Forza, dude. The Forza, one, yeah. Grand okay. Turismo. What is it? The remaking Need for Speed. Yeah, Bro, I just knew this on. was the biggest one name that I could recognize, so I picked that one. I, I've never played any of these. I wonder if it even like r- like improved after that bad initial launch. Like, I wonder if, if anyone cares or Flash, it's just name add like a thirty second fart sound to a Gran Turismo Seven, please. <laughs> just take those burp sounds from one of our recent Silent Hill streams. Right? Yeah, right. there you go. Um, best. We were not burping slash- on stream, by the way. No, there was an a. There's an angry. I forgot. I was going to bring it up to you at some point, John. Whatever. We haven't had a pod in a while. I'll take a second. There's a fucking enemy in Silent Hill 4 where every single time you hit them, it plays a burp. And it's the oh, same. It's the exact same burp <laughs> noise every time. So, like, I don't like that one. You hit them five times and it goes, burp, 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 burp. But obviously, <laughs> I, like, to the point where it almost sounds like you're talking to somebody in Banjo Kazooie, but more. Gross, yeah. it's literally just a burp. I just wanted anyway. to clarify that for our audience yeah, that we were not burping on stream. I would not no, <laughs> allow yeah, yeah. burpage. 
I, I think I named you specifically when we were playing it. Like, oh, God, I hope John's not watching this. <laughs> John, look away. Listen away. Best sim slash strategy game was Mario Rabbids. And by yeah, the way, if, if, miss this one. I don't, <laughs> again, bad podcast. I don't have the full title of the game in front of me. I just have my shorthand that I use. So I don't, I don't, this is called Mario. I believe Rabbids it's something. Mario plus Rabbids Spark of Hope, anybody. I believe. Mario Rabbids. This was another case, and this was all of us sleeping on Nintendo. Sleeping on Nintendo. I wrote two piece. What is two piece supposed to be? That is two point campus. Ah, <laughs> uh, well done. And uh, most of us also said TW three, as in The Witcher three. The Witcher but, uh, three. No, that was Total War. Total Warhammer. That was Total. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Why would I, I would that? never vote for The Witcher. I thought the same thing. I was like, this is a weird category. Two piece, <laughs> three. Yeah. Well, you know, the ne- the next gen update really allows you to live in that world. It's like a simulation. Right, right. The best family game this year went to Kirby. This is kind of over the place. Like everybody, like almost Nintendo all the again sneaking in, dude. Yeah, stealing all these up. What the fuck? It's funny because this one is kind of like name recognition, name recognition Kirby, but I, I. I'm okay with it this time because that just like makes it was also a good game and makes sense, you know, like big Nintendo game this year, family game. Yeah, I put the Splatoon here. I goofed him up. I thought you know, take this one. Best fighting game this year, a controversial category for reasons John went into. What is a uh, multiverses? I knew it was gonna be multiverses. I could feel it in my heart. I'm just glad it wasn't Sifu. And I doubled down. I should have doubled down more. I split too much. Uh, finally, a category that Keeley definitely got right. He <laughs> nailed this one. Um, I got I got a lot of problems with Keeley this year, but this this time he got it. I got to give him was uh, Elden Ring for best role playing game. Did it actually win? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I voted yeah. for it twice, so I guess it's good. I just threw a Xenoblade in there, I, I guess, because that was like a... You went for the Nintendo bait, dude. Is that Nintendo <laughs> even? I don't even know what yeah, that is, but I was, like, bait, yeah. I was like, man, it's it's in a lot of categories. It's got to win something, so I split between the Xenoblade. I should have just gave it to an actually good game. Double well, at least you got Ring. one. I, I did the off-the-wall yeah. double Pokemon, which yeah, could have paid off in another what you, dimension. What were you even thinking? could have paid off. I could see in the long shot. You I must have been hella know. drunk, dude. I was expecting them not to put, like, the top two games for every category to just let those games win over and over again. Keely's sneaky like that. Sneaky, sneaky like a rat. Sneaky little rat. Yeah, I like my RPGs to be turn-based, so uh, <laughs> I put Elden Ring in the toilet, thanks. Anyway, best action slash adventure game. It does. Was not Tunic. It was actually God of War Ragnarok. Oh, and this one felt good. Let Whoa. me tell you again: the two points. Some people didn't get any points. A lot of people didn't. Dude, get any this points. was so stupid. Dude, I think this was dumb. Plague Tale was the biggest loser. This fucking dude. I love <laughs> how I feel like it happened last year too, where we hear like, oh. Uh, you know, so this game's got to win something, or this game, and then it's just like God of War wins everything, or whatever super popular game it is. I put a point on Plague Tale. I thought Plague Tale might have been taking this one. Yeah, dude, they just played God of War though. No, we even did the Oscar bait thing where it came out like two weeks before the deadline, so it was like the most recent game in everybody's mind. 
Our expectations are always just a little too high for the for TGA. Yeah, well, that won't be a problem any longer. Trust me. I got a couple <laughs> I got people from my show in, and my show. We're not allowed. We're oh, not allowed good. back. I'm just fine tuning now. Next well, year, okay. I'm going to be ninety percent accuracy or higher. Vito, that is <laughs> that is totally up to the outcome of the courts at this point. We'll 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 see. We'll see. We'll see. Best action game. Starting a theme of neon white being robbed this show was Bayonetta 3. Yeah, big oh, time. Bad. Vito got, well, no, and, and this is another Nintendo game. Nintendo another really Nintendo. did steal the show. Uh, Vito, you were the only one who voted Bayonetta 3, crazily enough. Yeah. You don't even play Bayonetta 3. You don't even know what it is. No, I don't even yeah, know, you what don't that know what it is. Shot. I don't think you could tell me it was. What I don't game. know, yeah. Hair uh, magic She has woman. long hair, and she doesn't get paid enough or something like that. Um, no, she lies about that. It. Well, right. I, you know, I think it's still, I think it's totally up to debate whether or not she actually did get paid enough. Uh, but she also provably did lie when she complained about it. Just, just to be clear. Right. True. And Neon White did not do any of that. And it was a great game. Right. I heard mixed but things about win, Bayonetta right. 3. No, it didn't win. It got snubbed. It didn't win. Got snubbed. Best VR slash AR this year. None of us big, big scored on this. Was a uh, Moss Book Two. I was going uh, hard on Mungus. I I really thought it was going to win. I don't regret this. Dude, answer. I thought I the kids loved the Mungus. I still Mungus. think it's going to win. I think they're going to like say we messed up or something. I guess my problem is like I was voting for games that people have like heard of. You know, like right. well, I've heard of Moss. I just never. I don't even know what that is. I had not heard anything. It's like a mouse. You're like a mouse, right? I think it's no, 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 no. M O S S. No, you're John. a moss. M O S S. No, but I'm saying though, you, you play like a mouse. Though, <laughs> yeah, right? I do. I believe no, it is you about play a, like mouse. A, a mouse. Moss. <laughs> it's different. Yeah, but like, <laughs> oh, you play, you play as a moss. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is all making sense. You play as a rat. Interesting. No, I never say, play. I never play as a rat. I'm no, no, I'm saying Moses. in this game you. Like a game. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I never heard of it. I never play a game where I play as a rat. I play the yeah, other side. But just think about who's controlling this award show. I don't mind. Who, don't mind who might really you know like I mean? that kind of game. You, I get, I you like escapism, I know, Vito. <laughs> yeah. Real <laughs> Alright. Best mobile game this year. To the surprise of almost nobody went to Marvel Snap. The only one who didn't score Dude, this point. Who the was Greg. fuck cares about a f- stupid ass Marvel card game? <laughs> Marvel is so oversaturated garbage, bro. Right, oh my god. This game, and there's only one reason that I was confident it was going to win, and that's because every now and then on Steam, I see my good friend slash son, Beat Shield, playing Marvel Snap. And I know if that if he's playing Marvel yeah, Snap, he would not play a bad game. He's not he's not a small brain guy. If he's playing no. it, it's gotta be able to hold uh some attention. That's it's entirely why I voted for it. I remember me and John having riffing on this game when we first heard about it, because this is the one where it's based on the Marvel card game, which John, you're a mega fan of and they introduced me to you introduced me to and I like it. Um but the UI was like fucking oversaturated with just like random shit flashing at you. It looked looked really bad. 
Well, no, this is not based on the versus game. Oh, I thought this was based on Marvel. No, no, this is like a three lane like. Oh, that's right. That's hyper right. fast, like, a, like right. over in two minutes. No, if it was the versus game, I would have bought it in a heartbeat. No, this is like a totally supposed to be like a games end in like like less than you know five minutes, three to five minutes. You have three lanes. I don't really exactly know what they do. Uh, yeah, that's why I didn't like it because it wasn't anything like my card game. It's all about flashing colors and zooming speed. You're right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a bunch of spectacle and crazy shit on your phone. The best community support went to Final Fantasy fourteen and Vito, like, No Man's Yeah, Sky. you're welcome. That's not like, crazy. Didn't they win last year? They've definitely won since we've been doing this, I right? Think, are you talking about, what were we talking about? No Man's Sky? Is that what we're scoffing at? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm not scoffing well, at it. I think, I think they released, like, a big, big They've community a couple, thing several. this year. Yeah, and it was a big deal. Destiny 2, I, I think that kind of the same deal. They, they've been releasing stuff this year. And they didn't like Final Fantasy 14 win this category last year, or they were nominated for it. Yeah, and they still keep making year. good community support, Vito. Mm, so yeah, you should have voted sh- for I'm it. I'm sure they were. I guess I just thought that something uh, a little yeah, newer. Thought what? People were going to change. The voters were going to change uh, their little small minds. Oh, my goodness. Fact of the matter is, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, and I haven't played any of these games, and I don't I don't plan on playing any of these games. Why don't games. you broaden your horizons? Stop trying to be this successful guy and just be a loser <laughs> and play video games all day. All right? But I don't think No Man's Sky is crazy, crazy. I definitely didn't think Destiny 2 is crazy, crazy, if you ask me. Yeah, I guess because Blizzard's like shit, right? Or whoever owns that. It's, but it's it's Bungie. Yeah, well, they're, they're like too, shit. Right? Like, well, here's the difference though. There's community. I'm gonna wrap this up. There's community support, and then there's ongoing game. It's totally different. Actually, Destiny Two for ongoing game, but I mean, do they engage with their community? I don't know. By volume, right, yeah. Content, perhaps. I mean, I gotta like as somebody who didn't play any of these games, uh, especially for a game like community support, I gotta just default to like my gut on what did I hear the most buzz about this year. You could have told me Destiny 2 was shut down last year, and I like would totally believe you. I heard nothing about that game this year. Same way even with No Man's Sky. Like, yeah, okay, maybe got a big update, but like I didn't hear people telling me like they were telling me like a year or two ago that now is the time to go back and play. You know what I mean? Final Fantasy 14, maybe it's biased because of Greg. And I think I said in the pre-show. I constantly tell people was, to play that game. This this was a year where I saw a lot more people. Other than Greg onboarding on the Final Fantasy fourteen, you know. I feel like that I don't know. I, 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 I don't know why it just but, gets stronger. Yeah. Alright, uh, I'm gonna do these next two categories at the same time. And I'm I'm frankly I'm pretty pissed off. Yeah. Um and let me say again for the record, I'm not supposed to talk about it much. I did not punch Jeff Keeley, but if I did, it was because of these two categories and he deserved it. Um, best debut indie and best indie game winner was, I guess, Stray, a game nobody fucking heard or cared about, and not Vampire Survivors, which uh, was maybe one of the greatest games of all time. I actually think the problem yeah, was that not. too many people heard of Stray and like didn't. It's very a surface level attraction. You know what I mean? Like it's cat game. It's Reddit cat game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it possible you just don't have your finger on the pulse of the gamer? Well, the, I mean, the other thing, though, is Vampire Survivors was incredibly successful. So it's not just about popularity or success. It's about, like, what touches the 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 populace in terms of, like, culture, you know? Cat game touches culture. 
I'm not ready to make accusations yet, but uh, my gut money changed hands. Uh, Keely, <laughs> as all that well well known rat he is, Meowney. uh bent over backwards for the stray audience. But that that's is just that me. you hit him. I think if the I average, did, person, I did not hit him. All right. I think if the average, or as, as sometimes say normie, seen vampire survivors, they would not give it enough of a chance to see that it's a fun game. I think they would be like, this shit looks like NES, bro, and then walk away. <laughs> they probably uh, would you know, say I, that. Vampire, we're talking a lot about Vampire Survivors, and that's fun. That's a great game. Great indie game. Could have won one of these categories. For All sure. right, that's, that's but neon, neon White really should have took one of these, for sure. Really unique systems, original soundtrack, uh, unique style, art style, graphic style. It's a game's fucking fire on all cylinders. Didn't win either of these. Honestly, how do you even get? Did it win anything? No, it didn't win shit. It didn't win anything. Mm. It wasn't even nominated for uh soundtrack, which is like ridiculous. Um, but anyway, Stray won both of these categories. How can you even like justify that? I don't understand. Like, why even break it? I don't know. Why break it down I mean, into two categories if you're just going to so give like, it to this? Yeah, well, I didn't give it. I mean, my vote, supposedly, it's still my vote. So, like, sometimes you just can't help it. Sometimes you know it mean? just happened, I guess. But, man, that that's just fucking lame. Uh, I mean, I've played every game on the list except for Neon White, which I had seen you play. Um, And, yeah, Stray would not have... It'd definitely be towards the bottom of my my games that I would have picked for this. I mean, even Tunic was. I mean, my my. No, I guess my thing like for Zelda, best debut because it's a tough two categories because it's like how what's the difference? I guess, but my thing would be like okay, debut indie. It's a game that impressed people, had some really cool systems, and it was the first outing of an indie developer, and we're excited to, for the next one because there was like room to improve, but it was an impressive first game. Um. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't. And then, and then, best indie would be like what actually was a really great game with great systems, uh, complexity. I would not give that to Stray. Maybe I give best debut to Stray, and I'd give best indie to Neon White. That's uh, that's exactly all the shit I was telling Keely when I was up in his face uh, with yeah. the safe safe distance between them, and never well, made you, con- you- never made contact physically. Hmm. You just said better luck next year, right? Yeah. It's on, it's on video. You know that. Like it was. Uh, you, char- you charge the stage, doctor. Well, all right. Well, what you see in the media, uh, you should know by now, you can't always believe. And with that, best ongoing game was Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> so FF14 won both. Community support and I yeah, know. and it fucked me both times. I put Destiny two both times. I don't know why I voted for what I voted for. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy, like whatever. Like, what, hey, what did they add? Like another dragon or something? Another? Uh, oh, oh my nice. god! Nice. Give me, give me an hour. With like a, another person with like belts Dude, on their clothes. I think January is getting like uh, <laughs> a new patch in January, like early January. Pretty excited for that. Can't wait. It's going to be on there next year. I'll be voting for that uh, next year. Probably get, like, best score in the middle of it also. Where are we getting Final Fantasy XIV, too? What? What? What'd you say? When are we getting Final Fantasy XIV, too? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. 
I wonder when we'll get another MM, the, the next MMO of Final Fantasy. I mean, by rights, it's got to be Final Fantasy 17, right? They're doing it like every three games. What? Wasn't it 10? 10, then 14? No, it was 11, then 14. Final well, Fantasy, yeah. Final, Final yeah, Fantasy I guess 10 you're right. was the, the best Final Fantasy game ever made. Uh, it was a single player game. That's, oh. that's the one with Blitzball. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, Definitely 14 will have Blitzball. I don't know, man. Dude, Final Fantasy's, uh, 14 is doing really, really good, and I think they have like two more expansions confirmed that they're going to do. So, I don't see that game getting, you know, done in anytime soon. Golden Eye for 2023. I've got another great example of uh, Jeff Keighley accepting uh, bribe money, and that's the Games of Impact winner as Dusk Falls. Dude, was this that stupid ass? Was this that stupid uh, puppet game? I played paper game. You played none I, of them. I love Citizen Sleeper. That's a great ass <laughs> game. There's a uh, YouTube video say, about it about how much I love that game. I think Keely was fucking Citizen sleeping on sleeping at the wheel with this fucking uh, wheel, boat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let me just say, fucking drunk. Thank you. You're welcome. I figured it had to be the Oscar bait slideshow game. Like I haven't played it, so it might be good for all I know, but. Th- that yeah, I called that that was gonna be the, the you know the one that was designed to win this category. I think I like by the way a lot of these I think are on Game Pass like not just not just as Dusk Falls and Citizen Sleeper but also Sleeper, like a Memoir Dustful, Blue yeah Memoir least. Blue's up there maybe Playtale Tunic Tunic well, yeah. I'm talking I'm about pretty specifically sure games on. for Impact yeah. Tunic definitely was oh, on. okay okay I think they have a whole section on the Xbox app or whatever for mm-hmm. like games like nominated or whatever it is funny how many of them are on that service i'm gonna take a pause here for a second from moving on because uh, i meant to mention this a few categories ago vampire survivors um getting robbed uh one cool thing is that they dropped the phone version for free during the show yeah you're has, welcome everybody has anybody actually played that yet i'm just curious. i played it a bunch i played it a bunch i played it today uh, on the phone it. Yeah, I played it a bunch. Oh man, maybe okay. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's my phone screen. Um, I do have an iPhone 12 Mini. No, I'm uh, already going to agree with you. Uh, I am not. I I'm enjoying it because it's Vampire Survivors. It is so much harder on the fucking phone. It's a like, way harder, way like, harder. I'll try. I have a fucking huge phone screen. Well, think about it's it way- you're, because you're always moving, right? Mm-hmm. Like in Vampire Survivors, you're always moving. But when you're playing on your phone, that must mean that like some portion of your screen is being covered by like your thumb a or thumb. something. So like I, it, it would be totally perfect if you had like a Bluetooth controller or something and was using that instead and like was playing the phone on a stand. But as it is, like man, I, I was I I don't think I've like got to thirty minutes yet and I played it not a lot, but like you know, I played Vampire Shadow so on all. the PC. I was yep. I was expecting to just dominate and I was mm-hmm. very surprised at my experience. No, you are a thousand percent right. I actually used the uh, watch ad to revive for the first time today because I was like, "This is fucking." I, hard. I did that on the plane, yeah. And um, and I was like, okay with that. I was like, all right, it's gonna be harder. You know what? I I think it's. I think it's mainly it's just harder because yeah, the the touch screen, the movement's just not as responsive. But I almost yeah. had a sneaking sp- suspicion that they actually did maybe make it a little bit harder so that you might watch ads. Ooh, that would um, be malicious. But yeah. I don't, I, that's completely, un, like, I don't have anything on that. I was just 
I think it could just be the thumb thing, but I was having a very hard time. I was getting like 10 minutes and like shit would get hairy really quick. And, yeah. and today I made it to like 25 minutes. Um, that was the farthest I got. So yeah, is it's it, definitely harder. Is it harder to see what's coming? Because the screen, it's, like the, the area you can see is you, smaller? You I know, don't, that's I not don't a know bad point, just, but I haven't, yeah. fit, you know, I don't think so. Because you really just okay. need to kind of see what's within a couple feet of you. You got to find where the hole is and kind of move through it. It's really just that that movement with the touch screen. It's very hard to be like precise, especially when you need to like yeah. dodge and weave little tiny enemies. Um, I see what you're saying. It's a much smaller screen flash, but like they scale it down pretty well. And also it's your phone or tablet. So it's much closer to your screen than like your computer monitor might be typically. You know what I mean? It's especially no- your face. I mean, right. Yeah. yeah. It's especially noticeable when you're playing with like Antonio who starts off with the whip, the yeah. one direction whip. So it's very yeah. hard until you get like some range attacks. Uh, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm glad it's on. Fuck, I was on the subway today. Yeah, for sure. A bunch. For sure. For sure. I just wanted to know, like, uh, I yeah. was very. Yeah, if you jump I, into it, just, like, you know, be prepared. You're probably not going to. It's not. It doesn't feel like the same game just because of that. I fucking wish that into existence. Literally the day before on Pod or something or, or in Discord, I was like, when are they going to release this yeah. the Vampire Survivors mobile game? I was shocked it wasn't the already. Next, the next day. Yeah. yeah, that was sick. That was like the day before I flew back to. Um, so and it's free. Me. It's free. It's yeah. tight. And so far, it doesn't seem like there's any like other than the ad thing, which is weird. You can kind but of hold but, it, but it's optional. Like It's optional. You can hold yeah. it. Like I didn't. I was not using it on purpose for a long time. Um, but there's no like paid the win features shoved in which i thought might be the case no they just watch add the win features like i feel like i feel like i saw they're, they're, i don't know how many watch ad options you've seen but it's not just when you're reviving i'm not saying there's a ton but like i felt mm-hmm. like once once it popped up with like an item selection it was like watch ad to change selection or something oh okay uh i guess i'll have to get deeper into the game because there are things you can unlock that you know, let you do the change, like change weapons, like metal rewards. You can unlock that while you do that. I'd be curious to see if they tone those down in favor of the ads. We'll see. Sorry about that. Uh, I thought that was interesting just because that was relevant to the game awards. The next award, best performance, went to uh, Judge for Kratos, Judge. right? Christopher Judge for Kratos. Oh boy, yeah. He had a. Uh, um, a fantastic and well-timed a, uh, announcement speech or uh, acceptance speech. Uh, it's a shame again that Keely the Rat had to force him off before his dramatic conclusion. Somebody really needed that wrap it up button from uh, the Chappelle Show. So well, there was according to a behind-the-scenes so, person, there was a one sign that said, "Please, you know, f- start finishing." And then another yellow. one for a few minutes. Yeah. And a few minutes later, a red one that said, shut up. <laughs> you know, it said like, stop. That's so funny. Yeah. Did you see said, that he was like, please, oh, I think it was on Twitter that he was like, uh, oh yeah, they cut my speech off. I didn't even get to thank my wife I yet. Forgot thank my, my wife. wife. Yeah. It's like what? Sorry, bud. You probably should have fit that in in your 15. Yeah. In your 15 minute monologue. My man. legs. Up. When you guys win best performer, you can give whatever kind of speech you want. All right. Yeah, so I actually went back earn that time. I went back and timed his speech. He's he spoke for 
Okay, so he's from the time he set foot on stage, the time he goes mm-hmm. off camera was eight and a half minutes. That's absurd. <laughs> eight and a half. That is absurd. I mean, look, it's a big award, and I vote. I'm really glad he won. I thought I think he's great. Um, but come on, man, you got to have some awareness, bro. Like, this ain't the Oscars, and they like would have kicked you. You got you would have kicked off at the Oscars, like. <laughs> Seven minutes ago. Yeah, but so. he knew this wasn't the Oscars, so it was a power uh, play. He was trying, like, it was a know, power play. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, you know, I, I'm fucking Kratos. He got us that extra steam, that like six extra steam decks, though. Right. That was his plan. I think, Thank uh, you, Christopher. I think, you know, I get all that, and I'm not even disagreeing, but just to play the devil's avocado, like, this is a guy who's like his entire career is talking in a sound booth. Standing up on stage and seeing like a thousand people, all of your peers, all of your potential bosses and everything, and you're being recognized for being the best. Like, I imagine it fucks with your head. You know what I mean? Right. He was never going to win an Oscar for like Stargate. But also seemed like he just didn't have a speech prepared. And of course, he's definitely the favored one. So you should have like a speech prepared. It seemed like he was just winging it. He's talking crazy slow with like really slow pacing. Uh, he was. I, I, we were laughing, especially at Al Pacino in the background. Um, so like, I did. I missed a lot of what he's saying, but it really sounded like he was just rambling. It did seem like that. I uh, like I, I want to see more. <laughs> the extended <laughs> cut. That's my is my stance on it. Let's get the Christopher Judge cut. And yeah. uh, best audio design went to Christopher Judge's speech. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, this one was also a Ragnarok win. Uh, it actually, actually, most of us—not everybody, but most of us—win the uh, Grand Trees with seven because card, card, go room. Well, never room nobody room. won Ragnarok. I didn't expect. I can't even yeah. think like I'm what? playing the game right now. And I went, it uh, does have sound. I put Elden Ring because you know all like the different noises. Sword go. I would have picked. Uh, I would have picked like Playtale, dude. Noises. Yeah, Playtale got little rat noises. I don't yeah, know a bunch of like gross there. rats. You know, I don't like, know. Probably not. The, the problem is like the recency bias. You know what I mean? Like everybody had just played this game, so like I don't know. I I haven't played it, but maybe it just impressed them enough that like. I, I I can't I honestly can't think of one thing that stands out about the audio design like actually not not that it was bad but like no it's got it probably excellent audio design I just would have thought yeah you give it to a game that could really shine in this category like a racing game I don't well, know I haven't played Grand Theft Auto for the record for a game I played and loved Elden Ring that's kind of the reason I didn't put it down for any of these because like the the most recognizable sounds in Elden Ring are, like, stuff they've always done. Like, the Dark Souls bonfire noise, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Like, I didn't feel right. like Elden Ring took it to another level. I, no, so but I, the I, way I he says like about Ragnarok. Best score in music also went to Ragnarok. Now, that's an interesting one. Do you guys agree with that anymore? I didn't think it was going to win, but... I think it's got a banging soundtrack. I don't know any of the other game soundtracks. Uh, but yeah, I, I, this one I think is more reasonable. At least I to mean, me. It's got a cool score. Um, got cool scores. I haven't heard that Hozier song yet. I'm not that... You're never going to see it. I'll just say it right now on the pod. Are you, 
No, that's not true. I'm gonna play tomorrow. You will not see it. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is I. I just don't get why Neon White wasn't in this category. Yeah, that's a little silly, right? Yeah. Play sure. Metal Hell Singer. I looked up. Got pod reviews, so like it's not like a, a shit game. The whole thing is music, right? Like, I still haven't played it's it. A rhythm like, game. It's all I know about. Yeah, it's a rhythm game. I don't know. But it's also all metal. That's what I was trying to say. Like it's it's still yeah, slightly niche, even though Doom is popular. Uh, this next category seems like uh, one of our good agents at the TGA prevailed, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, you got it kind of surprised me. Agents thought uh, Keely was gonna. He was going to fuck you on this one, but uh, Best Art Direction went to Scorn. No, it did not. Sorry. Best Art Direction went to Elden Ring, I mean, instead of Scorn, which is what we all get. <laughs> we all doubled down on Scorn. Everybody, like, he had 10 Scorns on this one. Um, we were Scorned through, you know, through I'm and not, through. All jokes aside, all bits aside, I'm not at all disappointed i guess because i felt like elden ring did really have good art this art direction you know what i mean but it's also kind of i don't know i i i'm a huge fromsoft fan so maybe i'm just too used to it but like i didn't feel like elden yeah. ring like ele- similar to what i was saying about the auto design i didn't feel like it elevated it beyond well it wasn't about elden rings like disappointment or failure it was about scorn's success you know it, that was art direction the game and that's why we were so it was art sure direction our the votes. game it was it was some of the most impressive visuals i'd seen um and not not just just from a graphic standpoint specifically from an art direction standpoint where yes the the just the vistas and the the, the fucking gross style the geiger style um the yeah machinery. the way you interact with uh, machines and weapons and stuff like that. Again, Elden Ring has a great art direction. But I just would have thought this would go to this game. If this game was going to get anything, it would get this. Uh, that Beautifully was grotesque. I'm a man scorned. I feel you. Best narrative also went to God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And people who didn't. <laughs> there's actually some people here. Uh, Andy, I'll take a thank you from you. There are actually some people here that, that didn't vote for it twice. I'm not going to say it. Oh, go ahead. Tell me the story of Ragnarok, <laughs> since you know it so well. Uh, God God is raising his boy, right? Um, but his boy is getting some strange new powers that are causing some troubles to him. So on his quest to resolving his boy's issues, he kills some gods. Oh, you fuck. would like that to be the story, wouldn't you? Did he play it? <laughs> how how close am I though? So accurate, like the, <laughs> like point for point. That's the whole. Actually, you. I think you spoiled most of the game for me. Uh, I just like I haven't heard. It, I don't know anything per, about thirty percent accurate. No, it's like the first to first ten minutes of the game, maybe. Okay. And then the next. Uh, nah. Twenty yep. hours. Uh this was a mostly political play on my part. I went Ragnarok because I knew. Elden Ring was going to win game of the year. Uh, so I knew Ragnarok had to get some really high ups elsewhere. John doubled down on it, so I followed suit. I knew it. I just thought, I and I split Ragnarok Plague. I just thought Plague Tale, again, what I had to get some of these, you know, I'm just trying to win the game here. I never played Plague Tale, but I know people like the, the story of that. In fact, I thought, and a lot of people think it's a fucking uh, 
like a walking simulator, and it's not. At it's all. not. It's not at all. It's not at all. <laughs> no. But that must mean that it has a strong narrative, you know. But I guess not strong enough. Yeah, it's a good story. Not good Fla- enough. Flask win immortality. Yeah, no. Instead, people yeah. just like kissing God or something. Um, whatever. And from what you were saying in the pre-pod flask, I totally understood that pick. I can't like in an ideal world that would have been like the indie darling that won the best narrative for this. Right? Well, I was, I was gonna say for the next category that that immortality best should have direction. won one of these two. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. There was there's something about it in terms of either narrative or direction that just like really was special. I think. Yeah. Um, sure. In the world of games. Um, and because of that, and, and that was pretty compelling, I split my vote in best game direction between that and Ring, uh, which did win yeah. that category. I led you guys astray, but not too stray. Yeah, well, hang on, I, I got I got something else to say before I get to that. Uh, you know, looking back, I really should have doubled down on the Ring here because, like, if there's one thing, one category that like I think Elden Ring did like go be go above and beyond in. It just straight up the game direction. You know what I mean? Because they didn't just mm-hmm. craft this like huge world that was just a bunch of Dark Souls levels connected together, but that, like they really did it in a very smart and elegant way that like you can understand is super dynamic depending on who's playing it. They're really good. Yeah, it all makes person sense. Person who's played all the Souls games, they might get to the first boss and just you know kill him and move straight through the castle. A lot of other players are going to get to the first boss and get bodied and go spend time out in the open world, you know? And there's just there's just a certain elegance to it that game direction was really good. Uh, smart players will just turn the game off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Vito? Hey, well, I just want to... Uh, well, real quick, yeah, I just want to say, I think, you know, earlier we said when Vito made that crazy vote, uh, I forgot what it was. That's when he started drinking. But I think this Just is the point too. where the blood alcohol content was the highest. Was it the max? <laughs> Probably the peak. I, I mean, I did I did vote this because Greg voted this, right? No, I, I voted know. this because you voted it. Uh, yeah, I don't know who hyped who up. I see well, Greg check. has it on both, so I just assume that I just followed his lead. Uh, but yeah, no, you, know, you were Greg, so you, confident about this, went, and I was like, all right, man. You went double stray on this. No, I remember why I, why I thought that this would win. Uh, definitely was blood alcohol content, but also best, best game direction is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. Yeah, you so I guess I thought, cat, I thought, yeah, you playing it. You play as a cat. You experience uh, a cyberpunk world as a cat. Very unique concept. You're, you're playing as a fucking cat. People love cats. They're knocking cups over and shit. I don't know. I just thought that, I guess maybe I didn't see Stray winning the fucking indie category, and I thought maybe it would win game direction. That seemed like something it could win. Innovation and uh, creative creative vision. But, um, you know, I definitely thought the right, they would have got the right-in vote on this. Um, but I guess yeah. Keeley, didn't, Keeley didn't count the right-in vote right, this year. Well, that's, which I not, think is, that's not Keeley's fault. That's just a bad pick. Well, it's his fault if, if he didn't read, he right. didn't read the right-in vote. Like, did you hear he didn't read what the right-in vote was? Right, well, he doesn't... It was neon white, right? I mean, look, I got my problems with Keeley, but, like, he's a, he's a busy guy. He doesn't, like, read everything that he gets, you know? Like, he, well, he should if it's pertaining to the, the show. 
a very important category. You should read all the votes is what I'm saying. It was weird. They kept cutting to Man and Gage from Immortality, the lead actress. Yeah. Like a lot in during the show. They did, the show. like the whole show. And you're saying that I, game I, 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 I didn't anything. watch most of the show, so I, I mean no memes when I ask this, but like, is she cute or something? Like, is, is it literally just a, a She was dressed, thing? uh... She was, and everyone was, was like, asking... Dressed like, kind of crazy. Who's this person? Okay, so she... Okay. I, th- I think she was I think it was like, being asked because they kept cutting to her so much. It was just odd. Yeah, for the lead and, and actress, she of, seemed game confused. Yeah, like, like confused why is the camera on the me camera so much? Like, yeah. Um, I'm gonna wrap us up. The game of the year went to Elden Ring, which almost uh, everybody got points on except Greg, who uh, voted nice. Plague Tale in every category of which it validated. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got one point to be when fair. you believe in something, you believe in it. No, I, 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 pre- Greg, I appreciate Greg's resolve. He had a, he had a, he had a logic, you know. Can you imagine how much Wrecking. sweeter the victory would have been if you would have gone <laughs> with those plague tales? Now, here's the thing all the rats come on stage. Can you imagine about, if you didn't vote for a game of the year and it did win game of the year? Here's the thing <laughs> about Greg's devotion to plague tale. Plague um, tale's fucking cool. Well, I didn't expect it in. Well, I expect you to get the lowest points. I'm not gonna lie. Me? Yeah, because Who got the lowest points. Well, actually, by doing the math, we I've already tabulated the results. Flash, you have the unfortunate burden of having the lowest score of 14. Mm-hmm. This show, I split way too much. That was my you downfall. Split and killed you, as as I predicted that I would. You didn't have split get way you, too much. You had some losses, and what gains you had weren't weren't as much as the others. Uh, Greg, you walked away with 16. Nice. A respectable number. Vito, right there in the middle at 18. I don't, I don't respect 18. Uh, and honestly, like, the next couple are, are really just up for debate, depending on how some shit goes down. <laughs> well, numbers uh, are pretty finite, so I don't think that they are, but... Alright, well, numbers interesting are theory. actually infinite. You know, that's kind of like a No, problem. no, not these. <laughs> Got him, idiot, idiot. <laughs> uh you're had, going nowhere. I got second place at twenty-two points, leaving John as this year's King of Keeley with a measly one more point than me, debatably. <laughs> measly <laughs> at twenty-three points. Uh it feels feels good. So he just retains his crown. He just keeps it. He, keeps, he just keeps John it. John's win came from his his belief in Ragnarok. He believes so strongly in Ragnarok. That's true. Uh, I gave you the Wait, one. Hang on. I, I knew. I, I knew exactly what it was. I just. I just redid it. I got twenty six points. Oh no! I double checked oh. the math. Well, I no. take back what I said then about. <laughs> well, you know, I gotta say, you know, a big thank you to Flask. You gave me that one point I needed to get ahead because yeah. I wouldn't have voted for whatever the fuck that fire game was. Again. <laughs> Games for Impact, sorry. Mm-hmm. Whatever that one was. Oh, you know, you kind of gave me the win, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I tip my I hat to you. As dust falls, I don't know why I said there was fire in the title. It's fire, dusk. I blame all of my VR friends for not telling me about this game that I didn't hear of until it won. Yeah, but we all bungled that one, so that was okay with me. It was okay. Who else do I blame? Well, I blame Keeley most of all. For the bullshit he pulled around the indie categories. I mean, come on. 
To, to be fair, debut indie wouldn't have moved the needle because almost all of us voted Vampire Survivors, but out of principle, I'm going to blame Keely for almost all of this. Uh, on the real though, that was a that was a pretty fun show from what I saw of it. I only saw like the last hour, maybe. Um, Bill Clinton was involved. Everybody knows that that happened, right? <clears throat> Such so, a weird moment. Fuck that dumbass attention-seeking kid. Let's give it up for my man Pedro Eustish. Eustache. Pedro Eustache. The flute guy. The flutist from the oh, Game of the Year orchestral medley. Killed it. MVP yeah, there's of the a whole lot composition. Of... Definitely. He was he was killing it. He like they like flipped to him and he was wailing on it and then they yep. like flipped away, flipped back, and he was playing like a different instrument. He had already. a whole arsenal was, at the ready. Yeah. And the that camera's new. There's a lot of cool I, I really enjoyed watching that. We had a great time watching it. And there was a lot of cool moments peppered throughout. Like that guy, the Christopher Judge speech was, you know, I think like a little bit of a blunder on the show's part, but like it was fun. It was entertaining. Um, it's a good laugh. That's Al Pacino presenting best performance. That's a how big. Did get. They, how did that even happen? Like you gotta wonder. Yeah, that's a I think huge. He just had Al Pacino or something it was like, Grandpa, was just say, do it, dude. He has no idea. He's never seen a video game in his yeah, life. I don't, he does I don't not know what he's video so games old, are, dude. There were some other big names during. Yeah, the show Joseph Ferris got to deliver the Game of the Year award. Right, that's his name. Yeah, Joseph Farrell, well, because he won last yeah, year. Yeah, right? yeah, so they, yeah, I don't yeah. know if they always do that, but I thought that was cool. I like that. Th- I like that he, he Joe Farris keeps. Yeah, he reigned it in. He's funny. I like him. I like oh, that. He seems like a good guy. Keely well, always like, like guy, seems to like be nervous on screen whenever Joe Farris around, but he's always invited back on stage. He's been on the stage a lot in the last the last couple of years. Um, there were some other celebrities. Oh, there was a the Hosier uh, performance was sick. Um, obviously from the Ragnarok You will soundtrack. never see that song. I'll never see that song. Um, Animal again. There was other celebrities that popped up, I think. Celebrities or minor celebrities. It, it, it was a good show. Um, yeah. It kept my attention the whole, the whole run. So, listener, I'm sure you're asking yourself, is that all there is? Just a prediction game? You're actually wrong, because we're going to go to break. And stupid idiot. <laughs> we're, we're gonna go it's break. actually pretty embarrassing, yeah. And uh, we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about what was announced, what trailers were shown, and our thoughts on those. So, once again, without any hint of uh, insincerity, John, congratulations on winning this year. You were very confident, uh, and that made me want to win really badly. And there was a point early on when I realized I have to start doubling down more. And I did, and, yeah. it, and it almost paid off. But I look at back at some of these categories, and I think if only I'd been more confident. Like most anticipated, Starfield versus Zelda Two. Why didn't I just go double Zelda Two? That was an early category. I, I wished it. God goes old bar. Yeah, next year I won't be I won't be splitting my vote uh, as often. Uh, oh yeah, and I, I like this new format too. That was fun. Let me hit you guys with a prediction for the future. I'm just getting a a future map. Yeah. Uh, Game of the year next year? Zelda 2. Boom. Is it coming out next year? Yup. Yeah, I think all those games on that list were supposed to be next year. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I can see it. I can see it. All right. That being said, let's go to break. Break, break, break.
Welcome back, everybody, to the announcements section of the show where we're going to talk about the different games that were announced, reveals shown, etc. For that section, Flask, I wasn't actually able to watch most of the show due to work-related reasons, but mm-hmm. you watched the whole thing and you kept note. Uh, you have, I mean, count some 20 to 30-some items here, it looks like. Yeah, I didn't list everything, but I, I figured I'd list the stuff that seemed interesting or maybe relevant. To us okay. as a group, our us so will, individuals. So you want to walk us through what was announced at the Game Awards this year? Well, first, uh, as you said earlier, and we were talking about it, Vampire Survivors was released on mobile. It's out now, 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 and it was at released during the the event, which was cool. Um, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, there was a Party Animals trailer that gave a new release mm-hmm. date of early 2023. I'm convinced this game's a troll it's and it's coming. not really gonna come out i don't, <laughs> it's a, I don't, I don't believe scam. it i actually don't believe it money laundering scheme i don't know sort. what it is i don't know if they're making money or what <laughs> it's just like they showed the trailer and, and to be fair it looks cool and there were some new things but like majority yeah, we, of the I stuff we've seen was we like already. <laughs> already in there like i right i don't know like new characters like that do we need more animals i guess i'm a dumb piece of shit who knows nothing about making video games i'm just saying it looks very similar to what we played like a year ago longer i i'm so i think i've said this before on the pod but my whole conspiracy theory with that game has been that after that initial play test that we played they were acquired by microsoft and then were obligated to develop the game on the on the console so that all that time has probably been spent building the game on console, so they can do a simultaneous right, console right, right. PC release. That would be my guess. I bet it was probably very close to release on PC because when we and if anybody's listening, not clear, we love this game, and what we're saying is we played the fucking beta or demo, whatever it was, and thought they could have released it very close to then. So we're just like, where is where is this game? Yeah, we want it. Uh, next, we had Hellboy, which is a, a roguelite action adventure. Uh, the art style looks pretty comic accurate. It's very like cell shaded, dark, um, and it's going to have Lance Reddick voicing Hellboy. Uh, yeah, he only has one line in this trailer, though. The trailer this is kind of stylish, but I didn't really see. Do we see any gameplay? I don't remember. No, I don't think. I is, think it's just this, I think cinematic, so. essentially. Do we know anything about the gameplay though? Like, is it like a Telltale like game or what? It's a roguelite action adventure. So I assume it involves like actual combat, not just dialogue. Right. But well, it remains to be seen if Reddick is a good, I mean, we, I think we generally like Lance Reddick, but whether he's a good fit for the, the character of Hellboy. And obviously we need to see gameplay. Uh, Next we have post trauma, which is a horror game of some sort where you're seemingly a, a guy Wading through some some nightmarish rooms and corridors and weird environments could be cool. Um, they didn't really show that much. They didn't really show that I feel much. Like, he also yeah. the character also looks like not really um, affected by anything, and I'm not sure if that's like the point, sort of a disaffected attitude towards the horror. If that's like the the point this, of it that he's post trauma, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting Silent Hill vibes from this. For sure, it's third person. It's recency bias because I've been playing a lot of those recently, but definitely, yeah. I was getting like kind of evil within, like a that vibe ish. Yeah, they're all the same DNA, you know. Yeah, 
even like it also kind of looks like I don't know the medium or something like that with the kind of modern lighting style and stuff. Yeah, like that. I don't know. Could be we'll cool. See. Uh, viewfinder, which looks to be a kind of similar to Superliminal, in that it has like mind-bending perspective puzzles, uh, just in a more like open artsy setting, kind of skybox and everything like that. Um, so you're like moving p- images around, and then they like make parts of the environment basically, yeah, similarly to cool. Superliminal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that looked pretty neat. I'm gonna give it a play. Me too. Replaced, which is a uh, side-scrolling action game, uh, has that now popular sort of tilt-shift art style where it's like 2D pixel sprites on 3D diorama environments, a la uh, like Octopath Traveler and those games. Um, might be voxel-based. You, don't, you might have mentioned something like that, but looks like it could be voxel-based. Um, and it's coming to Game Pass, apparently. Looks like it might be like a post-apocalypse setting or something like mm. that. Interesting. Yeah, this one looks sick. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this one for It'll sure. Be fun. What do I need game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a perfect game for Game Pass, as we know. These these yeah. types of games are great for that. Then uh, another a big one, Hades Two, the sequel to Hades. Yes. <laughs> uh, super massive, super giant, super giant is doing a. A, a true sequel for like the first time, right? This yeah, is the first their, actual their sequel. sequel. Pretty crazy that this didn't leak or anything, or we didn't hear any word. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Who's more the, like Hades see, news. Seeing the art style, <laughs> and, and we definitely were like, "This looks like Hades," and all thinking it's like going to be DLC or something, and then it ended up being a full game. Yeah, you're playing yeah. as uh, uh, what's his face's sister. Zagreus' sister. sister. I don't have anything prepared. I, I forget her name. Min- Min- something, with, something with an M. <laughs> yeah, Cisreus, Uh And you're fighting, I guess, the big bad guy. And this is Kronos, uh, right? Yeah, it seems like uh, people were... Uh, Titan. I, I, I haven't read all this shit, but it seemed like people were saying that this game seemed like it was going to be about her descending into hell. It was like a reverse of what you're doing in Hades. Yeah, you're playing as Melano. Melon. Um, who when I was looking into the game, um, I guess this is like a char- like Zagreus is a made up character. He's not in her Well, no, no, no. He he his, he is named in one or two very small stories. I think same with They her. did make up most of the stuff about him, but he he's a named person. Oh, I thought okay. I thought even Supergiant usually talks about Zagreus like well, well cre- he's there like, like John said, he's only in one or two texts. So it's like he's pretty much just mentioned offhand. So like everything that they all the lore that they have, like I'm sure they're making up a lot of it, you know what I mean? Okay, like, well, well in that quick, case let's say one one of the small stories about him is that he's Zeus's illegitimate son, and then Hera wanted to get him killed, so when he was a young kid he got led out into the field, and the Titans ripped him in half. Like each, like pulled a body part, and ripped him in half. And then Zeus ended up like taking his heart and implanting it in like somebody's leg or something. Uh, and he later became Dionysus. Uh, that's just like uh, one really small stuff. I think one of the only times ever mentioned is like not like that's how Dionysus. I'm sure there's other, uh, yeah. you know, origin stories for Dionysus. But they actually there's when you're talking to Orpheus. Um, uh, the music guy, uh, Zagreus teases him. He's like, you know, 
think about it, Orpheus. Have you ever seen me and Dionysus in the same place? He's like, wait, hmm. I haven't. <laughs> just a little nod to that. But, I mean, oh, yeah, I remember that dialogue, yeah. But, I th- but like you said, I, mean, I think more or less like everything else they made up. You know no, you, I mean? you, yeah. you guys are right. I, I had it wrong. Um, I guess, yeah, you're right. He was a, like a very small character, and they expanded on him. And, and I guess Melano was the character. I don't know uh, about her. In this game, I think it's the same situation. Uh, as Melano, the immortal princess of the underworld. Um. Yada yada yada. Whatever. It's a smaller character that I guess they're expanding on greatly, and I think her thing is like witchcraft. So there's going to be like this mix of like Greek mythology and witchcraft, Paganism. which I guess is is a thing though. Um, so that, that's cool. And basically giving them a chance to use the rest of the pantheon that wasn't used in the first game, right? Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Different characters. Very very fucking excited. And I'm sorry, and that and that will, that will be released early access, just like, just like Hades. Oh, it will. Okay, yeah. I didn't see that. Uh, Judas, a Bioshock like, which is no wonder because this is a game finally getting released by Ken Levine's studio, Ghost Story, which uh, you may remember. Uh, this is a studio which has supposedly been in like project cycle limbo for years now, like not being able to actually get anything out due to perhaps Ken Levine's uh, management style. So this is the first game we're seeing from them. The and it's, Bioshocky, you know, but somewhat more Fortnite-y art style. I don't know if that's grabbing me. Yeah. It's one of those, like, it, when it first popped up, I was like, oh, this looks like the Outer Worlds. Yeah, you know, like exactly. that more cartoony, uh, which I was never as big of a fan of as something more realistic, but. It, it could definitely not be an yeah, issue no, when you not play a, it for long enough, you know. For sure, I'm not I'm not saying this qualifies again to me, but yeah, I'm I'm not really that interested in this. Um, it also looks spacey. Fix what you broke. Yeah. That's the tagline. I, I guess. feel like you got a game like Atomic Heart has like similar gameplay. I'm like more excited for that. I'm worried about that game. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just got a bad feeling about it. I want it to be good. I think what we've seen looks good, but we just haven't seen that much. So why I'm more right. I did think I didn't think this looked very good. I, I thought it looked just like if you Jeez. told me it was like Bioshock Four, I would be like, all right. Yeah. It looked like so close to it, and I like I'm sure they're going for that, but like I don't know, right? Make it look a little different. That's, that's my advice. We got a trailer for Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which has a release date now of March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. Uh, Cal, that was his name, right? He has a beard now, so that's sequel. Sequel, Cal. (laughs) I don't remember much from this trailer. It's just they had had the actor come out. Yeah, they did. Yeah, he came out and had a lightsaber and everything. You know. Uh, yeah, I think it's just you know we nothing's gonna surprise us about the sequel. It's another Star Wars Jedi game in the vein of Fallen. Didn't they show off like a the Oh, double lightsaber. Or something. Well, you can have a cross guard yeah, cross of lightsaber hill, like you Kylo can, Ren now. You can dual wield. I I always forget dual wield. Just two part hand. of a combo in the first game, or if you could just totally do it. I think there wasn't 
Oh, fuck. I don't remember either. I know you could do the double edged lightsaber, and I feel like during a combo, you might, like, take them off and do an attack. Yeah, I think like, that's I what it remember. is. I think, I think you got it right. I don't think there was two lightsaber, like, dual wielding. I think it was just a yeah. move where you split it and, like, whack somebody. Yeah. I that's think what there's I, like, like kind of remember, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, so this one, you know, you can, and I'm sure they they hit some stuff too. Maybe they'll even be like, I don't know, like the other lightsaber weapons we've seen or something, um, yeah. like the White axe. axe. They, like, they used, yeah. <laughs> uh, or maybe I'm not, maybe I'm wishful thinking, but yeah, I'll probably pick it up. I like yeah. the first one. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be great. That's March 17th. Uh, next, we got Earthblade which is a new side-scrolling action platformer from the Celeste devs. Um, so the, the main difference from Celeste seems to be that this one has combat. Uh, Celeste didn't have combat, right? I'm not making that up. It did not. No, it did not. Okay, you just platformed and collected stuff. So this one has combat, so it's a little more similar to other you know side-scrolling Castlevania-esque games. Uh, I love this game. Look okay, yeah. Um, Sorry, I was going to ask you what you thought. Yeah, no, I thought this game looked really cool. Uh, I saw a bit of the trailer and I was like, "Man, this game is cool." And then I saw uh, it was Celeste made by the Celeste. Received, so. Then I thought, then I saw it was made by the Celeste devs, and I was like, "Fuck, yeah, probably going to be good." Then. I I played a little bit of Celeste and I bounced off it pretty quickly, but I always oh, need to okay. go back to it. Um, it seems like a very relaxing game, but I think I just had other relaxing games on my plate at the time. Hmm. That's fair. Uh, another big one next. Death Stranding 2. Or as the trailer says, DS2. Uh, but although apparently Death Stranding 2 is just a working title, according to Kojima. Um, but it very much looks to be a direct sequel to the first game. I mean, more so than we were probably thinking. Or than we probably expected, rather. Like, it's it's coming off right after the end not right after but like it's directly following it's not just set in the same world or something right so and also turn... oh god th just that norman reedus wasn't like being an old actor and not understanding what he was a part of when he leaked that he was going to be a part of right. death training part two he was accurate this is part two um I did down, re-download for the third time Death Stranding. Same. To, I'll probably not to try play to, it. To try to beat it. Uh, Same. I want to... I, I don't have the quote in front of me, but Kojima was talking about how he had this whole game written pre-pandemic, and then he decided to rewrite it. And the reason was that he was correct about everything in his first game, and he didn't want to be correct again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gotta just be like a funny little story, right? Like, yeah, I don't know how like fucking like insane it has a giant ego. I, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it's more like he just felt differently For about like the world half, after maybe. the pandemic, so he just rewrote it. I, I, I'm 100 percent sure that's just a fine story, but it's a fun thing to say. Yeah, right, right. But who it's knows? Kind of, maybe it's kind, it's it's kind of, you never one. know, dude. Uh, I don't know. Maybe his rewritten know. story will actually predict. Uh, even better than the original one. Like, he accidentally oh, yeah. wrote an even more accurate story. This was the big moment of the trailer right here, actually. The showing off of a Metal Gear-like construct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're delving into Metal Gear stuff. Yep. Um, Next trailer was uh, Immortals of Avium. Immortals of Avium. Which was just a cinematic, but it looks to be a first-person 
Magitech game of some sort. No gameplay, obviously, but like just this weird single player magic shooter. Yeah, shooting is apparently involved, although you have like a gauntlet of magical shooting bullets. Yeah. Uh, Nothing about that that we can discern, but looks cool. Uh, We got a Tekken 8 trailer. I don't know if anyone here cares about that. I just put this in here just <laughs> just in case anybody had anything to say about Tekken 8. I do not. Moving on. Uh, we got Baldur's Gate 3. We got a trailer for that. And a release yeah. date, August 2023. Uh, and then even as someone who hasn't played the first two games, I did recognize Minsk at the end of the trailer, the purple tattoo guy coming out of the beastie's belly that so they're bringing yeah, like, old characters back from the first two yes older gate three i didn't they had the first uh, two games, and no, i didn't recognize that guy oh he's just from <laughs> yeah. the games. they had yes. a uh update a few days ago and they had like the paladin and a bunch of other stuff did, pretty cool can't August wait for that game to be done though fuck man that's like i think like uh, i mean i'll have to check but i think double the time it took for divinity to come out dude i'm gonna buy it day one I, can't play with I mean, me. I already bought it. I can't even really. Yeah, answer. we bought I mean, it. I can. I've waited this. I bought it fucking, what, 60 yeah, right. bucks or 50 bucks? I didn't play it once yet. <laughs> so We bought this when I bet, lived in Boston. I mean, it came out in early Jeez. access when I yeah. lived in Boston. So, I, I mean, it's played it. a long time. And then, uh, sort of similar category, I guess, Diablo 4 uh, has a release date now of June 6th, 2023. Uh, I don't know if you guys are as excited about that, but I'm sure some are. <laughs> Not nearly. I don't give one <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. I mean, it might be fun, right. but like, based on their track record of the series, it's. I'm sure it might be fun for people, but not probably for me. Mm-hmm. I think there will be people in our Discord who play it. I will not be one of them. That's fair. Uh, Remnant 2. Sequel to Remnant from the Ashes, correct? Remnant yes. 2? From the Ashes, more like. <laughs> right. Good one, John. Just- I was surprised that this got like announced or even was going to come out. Dang. Did the first one do uh, well? I didn't think so. I felt like it was one of those games <laughs> that like you kind of heard about. It was just like, an, yeah, it was just like an okay game, like an average Fell game off the or whatever. Radar. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I, I, of, all the yeah, I liked Soul, it. of all the Souls games. I never games, beat it. That weren't Souls games. It was probably one of my favorites. Right. This does have shoot. Okay. This is like shooting. Yeah. Is there Souls also game. magic? Huh? Is there also magic? I don't think so. I think it's. Uh, okay. I I shooting. think it's. Just, I think it's like an ability you get. You okay. get like abilities where you can do like certain moves. It's a primarily co-op game. Like it's meant to be played with uh, up to three people, and uh, with like some procedurally generated maps and that kind of thing. Or not procedurally generated, but at least randomized maps and that kind of thing for like replayability. Um, it's like a bunch of randomized, yeah, map tiles. But other than that, you could pretty well describe it okay. as gun souls. All right, which does sound cool when you say that those words together. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks pretty good. Uh, we got banishers, ghosts of New Eden. Don't nod. From from don't nod. Two words. Uh, it's going to be an action RPG. They showed like five seconds of third-person gameplay at the end, which makes sense knowing the studio's history of games. Uh, yeah, action RPG, third-person, Banishers. 
What uh, what other games did this company make? This is Life Don't Nod Studio? made Life is Strange. They made uh, uh, Vampire. They made Remember Me. Yeah, Greg Vampire. We ain't getting uh, Vampire too, but we're getting this. So, dude, all right, dude, Vampire was cool as hell. I liked it a lot. I would have wanted a sequel. Yeah, I mean, this could be cool. What? Considering yeah, be- what? I think that was their last like third-person action game. So, considering that, I think this might be their like next third-person action game. You know. Like it followed maybe the same engine and stuff like that. I don't know. Well, I was just gonna say the actual hopefully they, like, vampire was yeah. I was like hopefully not great. just average. Hopefully like right. buff that buff that out. Like yeah, the whole you know, appeal in that was like the dialogue and the your vampire dialogue and, uh, and doing the vampire so they're making like a game primarily about combat. Yes, that seems. To I don't be want the say focus. I'm worried, but like maybe they took that to heart and maybe that's what they focused on improving. I don't know. I hope so. Meet your maker. Is a uh, building slash raiding game where you, I guess you either infiltrate or defend a uh, constructed. Oh yeah, I was interested in this one. This with one an important cool. thing at the center. Uh, so you're either yeah you're either trying to get in, fighting monsters, avoiding traps, or trying to keep people out by making those monsters and traps and constructing it well. Uh, this release date is April fourth. You build stuff. Yeah, cool concept. Building Hopefully blocks. they uh, don't land it well. Hope it does Hopefully good. Enough stuff, enough traps, balance, mm-hmm. or even if it's not. Hopefully, oh whatever. Hopefully it's just fun to make it feel like you can have a real like creative effect on your fortification. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to have to like build the meta. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wanna, you exactly. Know, have fun. Uh, there's a Cyberpunk 2077 DLC coming out called Phantom Liberty. Uh, no specific release date aside from 2023. Uh, yeah, yeah. We knew about this one. I guess it's just the trailer for it. This is the trailer, and uh, the big thing about Idris this Alba. one is Idris Elba is going to be Alba, in it. Yeah, hot on the heels of Keanu, <laughs> who is also in this trailer again. I will get it. I will 100% complete it. I will delete it <laughs> from both drive and memory. Yeah, pretty much, because I couldn't tell you <laughs> shit that happens in Cyberpunk, but I got a little 50 and got the secret ending, but I don't know much yeah. about it. I can tell you the secret ending, that's, that's all I remember is just the end of the game. You, uh, you, you, you brought the fight to them? Yeah, you stormed <laughs> the place with Johnny. Yeah, that's cool. You gotta be level 50 to do that, it's pretty fucking hard. But you did it, John. I'm still planning on playing that, that game when, uh, all the improvements come out. So aren't they supposed to do like a melee combat? Re- yeah, I'm re- waiting for re- that re- to come out so I can fucking play that game. I don't know, man. Here's the thing. I played a melee comic. I just had gorilla hands. I just punched the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> and I, while it was, I don't know, dude, it was just like kind of mindlessly simple, but I enjoyed it. I would just go in there, slow time down, punch everybody's head in before they understood. That I never, uh... In. See, when I played, I never used any of those like fancy upgrades, like the uh, tech upgrades. Oh, yeah, dude. I was afraid yes. that the you Well, first of all, I mean, that, I, I almost feel like the legs are so essential that it's like dumb. They make you wait to get right. them, like, the double jump or the super jump, whatever it is. Uh, whatever. DLC, yeah, they got me. But I'm never fine. had them on that trial. Another big surprise announcement was uh, Armored Core 6. Fires of Rubicon uh, from FromSoft, cool. of course. This is uh, the release date 2023. Um, 
Andy, I think you were mentioning this, but they don't seem to want to associate it with souls with the ever popular souls but well, yet they still put souls-esque slogans in the trailer stuff about yeah. fires and <laughs> cinders yeah cinders but it looks it does look definitely cool you modern armored would core. not be able to handle it out in the armored core world oh i'm sure i wouldn't i played a little uh, bit before but oh uh, i'm definitely gonna get this game Looks rad. I've never played an armored core game, but um, definitely, I'm I'm wanting, wanting. This is my first one. I'm excited. It looks uh looks pretty cool. I only played uh a little bit of four and uh the other one uh, five. I'm excited to crash and burn. Um, now, do you guys think that? So I think what everyone's excited about is like, oh, modern, you know, FromSoft with their all their budget and all their sensibilities of good game design what kind of armored core game are they going to make? You know, it's going to be, yeah, I think it's going to be fucking sick, but is anyone worried about like it being dumbed down a little bit from how it used to be with like the, the amount of mech customization and, and the, the very Um, intense strategy. strategy. I only played one, one of those games. So like for me, for me, like they want to make another armored core slash zone of the enders like game. So it's like going to have a lot of the same things, but I, I a hundred percent, they're going to modernize things. And I'm, mm-hmm. I probably don't have enough familiarity with the series to, like, know if they significantly dump shit down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they will in some sense. I, you know, I was watching our friend play recently, and you know, my brother was a big fan of the series. When you're making the robot, you know, it's not just like, oh, you pick the arms, the legs, the head. You know what I mean? You pick, like, the, the coolant and, like, I, I mean, it's a bunch of these tiny parts I couldn't even, you know, uh, name. It's like part uh, simulation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and, like, heat management is, like, a huge part of the game to the point where, like, it's not just, like, you can make, like, the coolest, fastest robot. Like, you gotta think, like, what weapon am I using? Right. How fast I'm gonna be? I don't know. I could see them... I don't know. I could see them dumbing it down to make it more accessible, but also, I don't know, do you guys think that maybe from from Dark Souls 1 to Elden Ring that it has gotten dumbed down? I think that's the thing to latch onto is that they're still good at making games. (laughs) Yes, I but I I, I'm not worried at all because of what you just said, John. I think that like the games have gotten quote unquote dumber, but like I think that and I don't know. I think in smarter ways. Like it, it just feels better to play. Like best example, easy example is in Dark Souls One. You have to play through like 60% of the game before you unlock the ability to fast travel to bonfires. Elden Ring just grants it to you. And actually, starting in Dark Souls 3, I think it just grants it to you. So, it just, you know, in in ways like that, the game has gotten easier or more simple, but still retaining the core, like, charm of it. And, like, some of the things, like, the the bosses are are always as hard as, as they were. But like I, I think, yeah, I think Armored Core, they've probably been sending these ideas for a while, and you know, I think they're they're pretty smart about game feel. Yeah, with that in mind, you could definitely see this being the most accessible Armored Core to date. You know, I'm sure it will have to be. Yeah. Well, the last thing we got uh, was Final Fantasy 16 trailer, uh, and a release date of June 22nd, 2023. Greg, you were saying how cool you thought this looked, right? You're you're very excited for this. 
Final Blantasy 16. <laughs> yes, Good this one, looked really, really cool. Uh, they showed like the primals beating the shit out of each other. Uh, looks really, really cool. I can't wait for this game. And as you were saying, I think they're, they're definitely like bringing in the same. Um, uh, I mean, they're called different things in different games, but the same like monsters, summons. Uh, the summons, yeah, Fantasy like 14, the, uh, right? the primals or whatever they are. Yeah. Like, Not that they uh, don't they showed, carry uh, them over usually. Well, yeah, they, they usually carry them over, but like, uh, yeah, like they got uh, Odin, Shiva, uh, Titan, uh, Ifrit, Garuda. Uh, those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. But they looks uh, it just looks good. It looks really good. Combat looks cool. It looks like a lot of like a Devil May Cry esque, yeah. I guess. From a story accessibility point for me, I really appreciate that the character designs are relatively simple. Like they're not like mm-hmm. anime pro tags with like giant blades and chains and shit. Like they mostly just look like realistic knights like characters. Yeah. They got I, the slightly anime that. hair, but that's about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, look at that. Garuda, cool as hell. That's such a cool... Oh, and a lot of these scenes, it even looks a little Souls-like. I mean, I know we can say that about so many games nowadays, yeah. but the, the kind of the dark uh, atmosphere. So what do we think is happening here? Do you, do you think there's a mechanic where... These are... Like, these are... These are... These are t- yeah, you... you These are Titan you, so fights. You, you, you actually, like, you, fight. You transform into them. the Titan, and then you fight. Yes, and then you fight. Yeah. Uh, and then you fight the other said Titan. That's cool. Cool. Very cool. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the extent of the ones that seemed worth mentioning for us, for our group. Uh, there were others, but did anybody else have anything that Flash didn't cover? That I can't even. A lot think of good announcements. Like another game. Yeah, no, I don't think so. All right, it's a pretty, it was, pretty good it was show, good. though. In that in that sense, yeah, I dug. I think great show. I, you know, it's obviously fresh in my memory. I definitely feel like this was better than last year. I Me think too. it was the best show yet. Great announcements. Uh, well put together. Great ending. Beautiful stage. Uh, yeah. Lots of man engaged. Um, I feel bad for the things like the Christopher Judge speech and the kid at the end because, uh, you know, I imagine these things are hard to run and little things like right. that. Otherwise, it would have gone very smooth. Ruin things, you know, so. I feel like the Christopher Judge was more endearing than annoying. <laughs> I, I, I don't. You know, you could I've feel run you could feel Keeley rushing everything from then on, and yes. he actually said it like out loud, like, "Okay, well, you know, we're gonna go through this really quick." So, you know, it sucks. Yeah, those, but you know. to be fair, he says that every year, and then his thing's like three hours long. I will say, <laughs> you know, it was weird. He did say this was like expect like the shortest game awards or a shorter one for sure. I felt it's like, like three just hours. As long as always. It makes you, yeah, make, it's always long. Makes you wonder if like Gabe, like made him like promise like it's got to be two and a half hours, Jeff. And he's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't give out. Yeah. Steam ducks. Yeah, Too many he, steam ducks. he said, yeah, we got it. <laughs> gotcha, bud. Jeff Keeley is now a dead devout thirty steam ducks. Yeah. And that being said, uh, you know what the fuck is that? We're Keeley's biggest fans here. Well. Some of us are. Are you the fucking and, rat, in my opinion? And none of us, not one of us, won a deck. Or did somebody win and not? Did you guys what, not what, say what, what, what a string of numbers no. won decks that night. Uh Milf Hunter won. Milf Hunter did. He won, won. A, he won a deck. Yeah, he was like one of the first people to win. Yeah, Milf Hunter got Congratulations, one. Congratulations, Milf Hunter. 
I posted the link so that my fr- specifically so that one of my friends would win. None of us did. It's a shame, yeah. truly. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Flask, for the coverage there. Congratulations, John, as King of Keeley. As always, congrats. Thank you. If you uh, manage to. Your second King of Keeley? Yeah. Uh, maybe his third. Second or third, I don't know. Um, He's a Titan. Either way, be sure, of course, if you listen to this whole pod, to let us know what you think on Twitter or our email, brokencampfire at gmail.com, and Twitter is at brokencampfire. Flask and I are currently streaming Silent Hill 4. I think we're one stream away. I said that last time. Oh, yeah, I think so. But, man, um, I'll, I'll get more into my thoughts on the next pod, but the game's been kind of brutal we recently. St- <laughs> we started to see way. the cracks. Yeah. Definitely. I'm, I'm starting to understand the uh, mixed hype about Silent Hill 4. Yep. Flask, of course, is doing a great job of cutting that up onto YouTube. YouTube.com slash Broken Campfire. And hey, last note, you know, as real ga- we're us game journalists, you might think that we're going to deliver our Game of the Year predictions. Well, we're not quite that simple. So again, listener, you got it wrong. We're going to be doing a five up, one down podcast here soon. Maybe next week, maybe the week after. I don't know. But we're going to recap 2023 in the Broken Campfire way by listing five recommends for you, dear listener, and one unrecommend. Stay away. Do not. Do not. Do not consume. But one thing you should do, you should do tonight. Treat yourself. Once a day, every day. And with that, good night, everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, to Xbox <laughs> right. Game Pass for PC. <laughs> yeah. We can throw that in there. That was a Twin Peaks reference. Oh. Oh, okay, right. right. That's, that's true. Treat that, yourself. Oh, that's why it sucked and nobody got it. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs>